Find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Today we bask in the light of mustachio greatness. Did you miss me? I'm sure you didn't. But you know what? I missed you. That's right. All 12 of you beautiful fucking bastards. Today we are covering a movie made in what I consider the golden age for mustaches. The 70s, bitch. That's right. We are honoring Richard Roundtree as the titular character Shaft. This movie has it all. The backdrop of a 1970s New York City. Dope clothes. Hilarious one-liners. And of course, a corner fucking copia of multi-bristled upper lip madness. Now it's time to put on our finest turtleneck sweater and leather jacket. Ask a blind man if he's seen the guys that are looking for us. And laugh super hard at our own jokes. And it's honestly what I do all the time. Because we are that cat that won't cop out when there's danger all about. Now play that shit theme song. It's the Mustachio Podcast, you, we're ready for the show. We'll watch moves, we'll make some jokes, and then we'll all go home. Now the game's a legendary, hairy upper lips. It's the Mustachio Podcast, you. What is up? This is your host of the Mustachioed Podcastio, Daniel J. Segura. And today, I welcome back my homie, who I saw every time I die's last show with in Austin not long ago. He's a stand-up comedian, a musician, the host of Pat Out of Hell podcast, and the Sit Down Dude podcast. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Patrick Christopher, what's up, man? What's up, man? You made it, dude. Yeah, why'd you have to bring up the every time I die, dude? I just, <laughs> I just stopped crying about that, dude. I took it really hard. I, uh, I, I talked about it on, on my podcast. Mm. So six people are, heard, already heard this. But uh, I feel like I lost a, like a body. I feel like I lost yeah. a friend. But we yeah. I, we talked about it on the way back. Dude. I knew it was going to happen. Yeah, I you knew, had the fucking – you had some kind of feeling or instinct about it, it, man. Yeah. I mean, if anything – You've been through the ups and downs of a band and stuff, so you kind of got a feel for for that shit, you know, when a band might be wrapping it up. Yeah, dude, you could tell they weren't really feeling each other on stage, and uh, it was just, oh yeah. But we're not here to talk about that. I know, but it, it I know, and I don't want to bring you down, but <laughs> that did suck. But you know what? We saw them; they had a damn good show. Damn good show, dude. Um, I would be <laughs> devastated, devastated if they if like we didn't have that Austin show, but. Uh, that kind of eases the the blow a little for bit. For sure, yeah, 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 for sure. And uh, Patrick got to see a thirty six year old man try to slam dance like he was eighteen years old. Oh, you were a champion out there, dude. <laughs> that was impressive. You were going so hard, I ran out of breath. Uh... <laughs> I still remember a guy came up to me and to asked me to protect his girl while he went to go slam dance. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "This guy knows what's going on. Let me ask him to protect my girl." Uh which is oh. funny, dude. But no, that was a, that was a fucking good night. I'm glad we shared that that moment. Yeah, dude, that uh, was nice, dude. Yeah, it was fun, dude. But um, today we are talking about the movie Shaft. Shaft, man. I think a movie 1971. I think a movie that a lot of people have heard of, but probably haven't really seen. Yeah, dude. I think it's one of those films. I didn't realize I knew so many quotes from this movie until I saw this movie. This this was the first time I saw this movie for this podcast. Yeah, me too. This is the first time I ever seen it from beginning to end. I've I've caught little bits of it in my lifetime, 
and I've never had the opportunity, which is honestly happens a lot with some of the movies I've covered where I've seen bits and pieces and I know so much about it, but I've never seen it fucking beginning. Yeah, it's, it's weird that, to have a movie like that. Like you, I knew so much about the character without even seeing the movie. Yeah. Just because people like always reference it, you know. Shaft, the cool motherfucker. Yeah. We know the mm-hmm. Isaac Hayes. You know, mm-hmm. shut your mouth. I'm just talking about Shaft. I could dig it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm actually gonna look up uh, the Shaft song lyrics because it's the o- it's only the opening part that is maybe one of my favorite. It's um, who's a black private dick? That's a sex machine to all the chicks. Yes, dude. Shaft. Shaft. I wrote You're that damn down. Damn right. <laughs> I was like, why? Like, why? Why does he care that he gets laid a lot? You know, <laughs> like usually, yeah. like people write songs to get the girls, but he's writing a song about a guy that gets the girls, and he's like, I, I want to be that guy, or I want to be with this guy. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I really, I remember in my head thinking that the theme song came out like didn't get into the movie until the end of the movie, but it's like right, you haven't even met Shaft. Yeah. You know nothing about him, but this song is already telling you, like, this dude's a fucking badass. Yeah. He gets all the chicks. He's, like, a very mysterious, complicated dude. Yeah, dude. And he, and it's kind of fucking, like, ballsy to, like, all of a sudden go. But, he, you know, Richard Roundtree, like, without saying words, like, you, you we kind of get that little cityscape, and we see all the, the theater and all mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And he comes out from, I think, like, he comes up some stairs to get to the street level. The subway, yeah. The subway. Yeah, yeah, subway. <laughs> yeah, they have those in New York, you know, right? The ground stairs. You yeah, know. you know the ground stairs. <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude, and like the music starts, and you, you. Oh, it's beautiful. What's funny is like it has this porno vibe. It from, does from the start. Yeah, the waka 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 waka. Oh yeah. And then you see him walking up the subway. He he looks like a hard ass dude. Yeah. And then you see him walking through oncoming traffic. Yeah, he, he's like the worst Frogger player ever. Yeah. He's just like fuck you. I'm just gonna go straight. Yeah. No fucks given. <laughs> And then when a taxi driver, like, accidentally runs him over, he has yeah. the audacity to flick off the taxi driver. Like, yeah. hey, yo, fuck you. Like, dude, do you know how streets work? <laughs> do you know how cars work? I know you just came from the downstairs upstairs. But yeah. you know how this <laughs> works up here, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, it's so cool for this movie to just show this guy being a dickhead just walking around. Because he is that kind of kind of like an anti-hero type character where like he's kind of shady but he's also a badass and you can't help but like him yeah no matter what yeah and they, this movie shows a lot about his his character they, they show like that opening scene no fucks given Mm-mm. no fucks given you know no uh, fucks. and then just they do little things throughout to show like oh he does have a heart oh he does get all the chicks oh he doesn't give a fuck oh but he cares a lot you know yeah so and he cool. has like um he has a. uh, uh what do you call integrity? Yeah. You know, he's got a lot of integrity. Like he, even though he does kind of, um, and we'll, we'll get a lot of this throughout the movie, but he, he sort of has his foot in one side of the law, like in law enforcement with the popo and the mm-hmm. New York cops. And then the other side is in the streets. Cause it, they never say it like explicitly, but it look it seems like back in the day, he was definitely like on the streets, like doing his thing. Yeah. And that's why he knows all these cats that are doing it right now, and he knows like the underground crime syndicate and all that. And so I, I don't. I was trying to figure this out. Like, how do you, he's a private detective, uh-huh. but he works. He he still answers to the police force. Mm. I think it's just like a, a kind of um, 
I think it's just like a you scratch my back, I scratch yours type weird thing they got going on. Some mm. type of in in weird partnership. I they never really show the cops like ever pay him or like I kind of was waiting for like Vic to like like pass him an envelope at some point, you know, yeah. for being an informant. But they kind of treat him like an informant. But not, but not really, because a lot of times in cop shows, when there's an informant, they'll fucking rough them up, or because yeah. they're usually pieces of shit. But they like respect Shaft, yeah, and um, they don't really want to ever go at him like that because mm -hmm. probably because he'll never work with them again. I think they need Shaft more than Shaft needs him, and that's why he's able to be such a dick to Vic the whole time. Yeah, that's why he has that vibe. He's like, I'm gonna do whatever I want because you're gonna let me. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, he's never worried. You know, the, the, when the movie opens up. He 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 <laughs> he meets the Tim. So I have this guy Tim Yobo on the show a lot. He's from New York. He's born and raised in Queens. Uh -huh. And um, the Tim Yobo of this movie is that blind newspaper guy, <laughs> which is so funny, dude. Like that's a great like the first character. The first character that he talks talks to is the newspaper uh, guy, yeah, who's blind, yeah, and has a stutter, uh -huh. you know. <laughs> and yeah. So like. Out of all the people, like, why would you ask him? Hey, what's going on around here? What What'd you see? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because well, because he tells he so he's yeah. He Shaft goes up to him. He's wearing like a fucking TV guide apron. Yeah. And he mentions that hey, Shaft, a couple of dudes actually came by looking for you. And then Shaft goes, yeah. Well, who were they? And he goes, fucking fine. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone looks the same they to all me. Look the same to me, which is uh, which is questionable. You can't say that on TV now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah. he's blind. So he he's gets, a blind he guy. He gets a pass, you know. That, talk about a kind of a tough – you have to have a really good ear to be in New York City, be blind, be selling newspapers. Like uh, it's loud as shit, so like it's not like you could just hear someone pull a paper without paying or something. Yeah. That's kind of tough. It's kind of like on the – what is it called? The like honesty truth – what is it called when it's like kind of the honesty policy? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, – yeah, I know what you're saying. I'm not honest enough to know what that's called. I, I, <laughs> I figure like – Hey, what's, what's up, up you guys? guys? I'm Catherine. And I'm Haley. And we are Saturdays are for the Ghouls, a podcast on the Podmoth Network. We cover all things spooky like horror movies, true crime, the supernatural, and spooky stories in the most chaotic way possible. So join your favorite ghoul friends every Saturday wherever you listen to podcasts and become a spooky babe. <laughs> so, spooky babes, we'll see you in your nightmares. You know, New York City is supposed to be like a tough, a tough place, you know, a busy place and all that stuff. But I feel like uh, he gets the community's uh, respect. Mm -hmm. And so nobody fucks him over. They take care of him. Like, oh, you're, you're blind. You're, you're kind of uh, you're, you're handicapped, but you're still out here working. I respect we got that. you. I respect yeah. that. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, you know, Sal Volcano, like, say what you will about him. But he's the dude from the jokes, the ridiculous, what are they called? The, um, ridiculous jokesters. Oh, no. practical jokesters. Oh, there you go. Practical jokers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did I say? Ridiculous, Ridiculous jokesters. <laughs> That's going to be. You know, Rob Deirdre. Rob Deirdre. You know, he's like yeah. big in New York. So like Sal, you know, he was born and raised in New York, still lives there, I believe. And uh, he, he's got a show with that fucking Joey DeRosa or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, Joe DeRosa. Mm -hmm. And um, they talked. You know, he was talking about this shoe shine guy um, that was always on on um, 
I think like on a trolley or something that they took all the time while they were going growing up like in school and stuff. Yeah. And there was never like some other guy trying to shine shoes. Like they let that guy be the shine shoe guy in that trolley oh, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So like, it's like one of those out of respect. Someone else could have came in and be like, you know, his is, you know, 50 cents. Mine's, you know, 25 cents or whatever. But yeah. I think out of respect, at least in like New York, where you've been doing something for a long time, they're like, we've been talking about this newspaper guy for a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, dude. This is going to be a fucking four-hour podcast, dude. <laughs> we haven't even gotten past newspaper guy. Yeah. Dude. Yes. One uh, oh, my God. But anyway, and you love New York, right? Like, you're a big East Coast kind of guy, right? I, I love New York, yeah. New York has a good vibe. I, w- I wish I could, like, afford to live there because I hate driving, dude. Oh, I didn't know that about you. Yeah, I fucking hate driving. And when I was there a couple months ago, uh, it was so easy to get around on the subway. Oh, so yeah. easy, dude. Yeah. Uh, God, that's got to be great. I can't afford to fucking live there. So, hey, dude. You know, one day, man, I would, I could imagine you being out there, dude. You, you're kind of, kind of a jaded asshole. So, damn, dude. I'm so <laughs> soon you coming at me like that. Jesus, I'm just man. saying, like, I could see you blending in very well with the comedians out there because they're all kind of a little, yeah, a little angry and. Uh, yeah, man, because there's so many of them. It's so oversaturated, and, and they all think, like, oh, I'm better than everybody else. Yeah. It's, it's tough, dude. It's tough. Yeah, dude. Um, did you ever meet a tell? Did you ever meet a tell out there? That's funny. We were just talking about that. I didn't uh, meet him, per se, but he did uh, He did bump me with a stall door while I was <laughs> while I was peeing. Because uh, I, I was at the Comedy Cellar, right? And the Comedy yeah. Cellar, they have, like, a very tiny bathroom, one urinal, one toilet. Classic. It's tiny as hell. Uh, so uh, I was in there uh, taking a piss. Okay. <laughs> I was in there jerking off. I was in there jerking <laughs> off, waiting for David Tell. It's what you do in the yeah. cellar. And uh, and so David Tell comes, and he's trying to get past me, but he, I, he can't open the door because I'm fat. Because you're big ass. <laughs> yeah, dude. And so yeah, dude. he bumps me a couple of times, and I got I was like, huh? huh? What? <laughs> I puppy. He had like I wasn't gonna move because I wanted him to say something. So I was. He's like, oh, sorry, pal. Excuse me, pal. And I was like, yeah, go ahead, pal. And uh, <laughs> wait, how th- does that not come across like you're being a dickhead? Dude, you're like, all right, pal. <laughs> like, no, I was like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. So I, I, I moved up so he, he could open the door, and then I, I I stayed around and I I tried to listen to him pee, but he has a very light. Uh, Light flow. Oh, yeah. I so. guarantee you his prostate is the size of a fucking, like, it's not good. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even want to say anything because I actually do respect him. I don't, I don't want to talk about his prostate. But... Yeah, I don't, no, it, it tastes fine. Uh, <laughs> but, uh... Oh, he just looks down. You're just like, <laughs> <laughs> let me get your talent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, and then he wound up closing the show that I was at, uh, which was fucking amazing because he's one of my favorites. He's one of my all-time favorites. Oh, yeah. Favorites. David Telfi. Um, and then when I was leaving, he was on the steps uh, right by the Comedy Soda sign smoking a cigarette. And, like, just non-creepily, I just took my phone and pretended I was, I was taking a picture of the sign. Uh-huh. But I was really taking a picture of him. Uh, I love that, dude. Yeah. That is so – that is so awesome. Like, that is very – I can imagine you doing that. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm so bad with like taking and I don't, pictures. And honestly, I don't. You don't seem like the kind of um, starstruck kind of dude. So you must really like this dude. Well, I, I learned my lesson when I when I moved to Seattle, dude. I, this is gonna be five hours, dude. It's okay. We're gonna talk a little bit about Shaft. We haven't caught up in a bit. But real quick, when I when I lived in Seattle, the first the first year, dude, I was a fanboy like crazy, annoying yeah. to the point of annoyance. 
you know yeah like because you see people at like the the safeway which is a grocery store up there or the coffee shop or the bar the neighborhood bar like you, you see people from uh bands of forces or blood brothers or oh uh, shit death cat for cutie like yeah. you see these people and like i was like hey you're that you're that guy you're you and and you know so much too like you'll know like you know, most people maybe know a lead guitarist or something. You'll fuck it. You know a lot of dudes like in the biz and the music biz too. So. Yeah. So I, I learned pretty quickly. Uh, and gals, not just dudes. Yeah, I learned pretty quickly. Like just, just be cool. You know, yeah. don't, don't, because I, I used to fan that fanboy ah, real hard. Yeah. But, yeah. So I don't do that anymore. And, uh, but I, I'm jealous of people that still do because they get the pictures and they get the, the talk uh-huh. and all that stuff. I'm just like. Hey, you, I'm cool, and I noticed you, but I'm going to leave you alone. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you kind of give him, like, a little nod, like, of acknowledgement, like, yeah. you're great. Yeah, just I, letting you know. I, I know who you are, and I'm going to leave you alone. <laughs> so I think that they're going to respect that, but at the same time, that, I'm, that's so forgettable. Like, they're like, I don't I don't even know you. But had yeah. I made, like, a scene, like, <laughs> you're you, you know? Oh, oh yeah. That would have been not – you know, dude, in L.A., um, I didn't see any, like – I mean, obviously, I wasn't going to where I, I guess a lot of people would be, like, famous people. But I did one time go to, like, the big mall that, that I guess a lot of famous people go to. It's, like, their nicest mall. I forget yeah. what it's called. Yeah. But um, the only musician I saw, and it's probably the musician I would not want to ever meet, is um, Ulrich from uh, from fucking Metallica. Um, oh, Lars. Lars oh, Ulrich. Oh, yeah. I hate that guy. And uh, he was walking with his family, and he had like his he's holding onto that hair for dear life. It's just like kind of clinged like back here somewhere. Yeah, and dude. and I was like, look at that motherfucker! Like you can't miss him. It was like, oh, that's all I'm going to see. Cool. Yeah. Fucking Lars. <laughs> I was like, Napster rules. Yeah, Napster. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Shaft is on his way. Goes to get his shoe shine, and he. Uh, he also gets told by the the shoe shine dude that there's these guys looking for you. One's like in a super expensive suit, the other one is kind of wearing like a wild ass jacket that sticks out. Yeah, plaid plaid, plaid trench coat or something. Yeah, plaid trench coat. Now, uh, uh, why does he Shaft pays him with a ten dollar bill, but he puts it in a newspaper? Why did he do that? Like, why why are you paying him on the sly? I don't know. Yeah, maybe was, he was giving him the newspaper too. Because he wasn't going to read it for the rest of the day. And he had just bought it. Oh, okay. So he was like, here, you can have the paper. and But like he kind of stashed it like it was a thing. He was like, Why? respect me. Pay me. Give me. <laughs> Look at me in my eyes when you give me this $10. Jeff puts it in his belt line. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, buddy. Thanks, Twits. Uh, <laughs> and what's, what's cool is that, like, a cool scene that I liked. He's, like, shining his shoes. I've never in my life had uh, shoes that needed a shoe shine. Oh, you never had a shoe shine? No, I need oh, to, I, I love I need to it. grow up soon. You know, I'm, I'm oh. almost I'm almost 55. Uh, it's about time I get some uh, non vans. <laughs> you know, <laughs> grow up. But he's like, he makes it a point to say like, "Hey, you got you got some scuff. You got a, a scuff mm-hmm. on your on your shoe," which is like code for this guy kicks ass. Oh yeah, yes. This guy kicks ass. This know? guy, yeah. I didn't even think about that. You're right. He yeah. definitely. You know, he's a guy that cares about how he looks because he does look great. He's wearing kind of like a beige turtleneck with a kind of like a nice little uh, kind of woven type suit with that brown leather jacket. Yeah. It's a fucking combination of gold. And yeah, that's the, that's the vibe. But like when you get dressed up, I feel like that's the vibe that you're going for. Oh, yeah. Like you wear shit like that. Oh, you're talking to me directly? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's directly. The... <laughs> like you have plenty of shoe shine shoes. Yes, I do. And yeah. You have plaid pants. Yes, I do. <laughs> you have a tight uh, sweater. 
<laughs> I thought you were gonna say my butt, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude. I know from experience. Your butt it was tight. It, it was, tight. yeah, now it's kinda sloppy. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> but yeah, no, I do I wish I could be as cool as fucking Shaft, but of course, yeah, that is like that's where you want to get close to. It's kind of what you're aiming for. I've always loved um I don't know, I've always loved looking good. Like it's just fun. The style at that time was pretty fucking rad. Dude, I was going to say the style, this whole movie both the fact that it's in New York in the 70s is fucking amazing. Yeah. The scenes where any type of city shots are just so good and memorable and beautiful. And also kind of fucking grimy. That's and... what I like. I like the kind con- the contrast of the scenery is grimy. They're not showing the beautiful parts of New York. Yeah. They're showing the trash and the bombs and all that yeah. stuff. But you could tell the who's apart, tell people apart by how they're dressed. You know, they, mm-hmm. they dress for fucking class. They dress for style. Yep. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter where you're living, like you're gonna you're gonna put in that effort. And also, um, it takes place kind of in the wintertime, mm-hmm. and it feels so fucking cold. Like, I was feeling cold watching the movie because everyone's, like, always, like, yeah. putting their hands in their pockets, and it's it's there's no sun. Yeah. So, yeah, you really get in, kind of engulfed into the, the vibe and the environment of the whole fucking movie. It's, yeah. it's awesome, dude. Um, so then after that, Shaft goes um, outside, and we see these two guys that look like cops. Like, I kind of could tell already that they were cops right away. Yeah. And, uh, this is, um, I called him Detective Mustache, but this is Lieutenant Vic Androzzi, I think, Androzzi. Uh-huh. He's, uh, obviously of Italian descent. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, he's with some other fucking dude that just kind of says, like, he's just sort of on the side all the time. He's like, like just his, an asshole dude. he's like, just kind of an asshole dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, when, when that guy Vic comes up and, and Shaft says something like, I don't have any, I'm not looking for dirty postcards. I don't have any dirty postcards. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> I was man, hoping I, you were going to know. You're no, older man, than me. <laughs> I came here. <laughs> what? I, got, I know all the you, slang. You're just like two years old. Yeah, dude, Dirty Postcards. It sounds cool, though. That's a great fucking band name, by the way. Dirty Postcards. Dirty Postcards. That is kind of hot. Right? I like it. But he, he was like, why are, you, why are you hassling me, man? Like, I don't have any Dirty Postcards. Yeah. I'm not about the Dirty Postcards. Yeah. Like, what, what does that mean? You're making me want to look it up. Don't do it. I, <sighs> I came here to get information. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to put what those Dirty Postcards mean. Chat. Oh, it's actually it's completing it for me. So someone's thought about this. Um, okay, now I just got. I no, I'm just on websites about that sell dirty postcards. <laughs> like dirty, like nudes. Yeah, like little nude, like sexy postcards you can send to people. Mm. Yeah. So he says, like, wish you were her. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Um, yeah, I ha- if any of y'all knows what the. I know there's some people that listen to this podcast that are like fucking 55 years old. It's amazing um, that you're you're still kicking, but uh, congratulations. And if you know what that means, let us know. Is there a band called Dirty Postcards? Let's lock it in. Let's find out. Dirty Postcards band. No. All right, we're we're Dirty Postcards now. Yeah, there's a there's a band called the Cor the Corgus, and they have a song called Dirty Postcards. Mm. Yeah, the Corgus, what a fucking dumb band name. They yeah. should have just called themselves Dirty Postcards. Dirty Postcards, yeah. Idiots. Then again, I've, all my band names have been incredibly bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I'm not going to give them shit about that. Down to fuck. We're down <laughs> to fuck. Y'all ready to rock? Yeah. What up, everybody? <laughs> We're down to fuck. <laughs> Can we sleep on your couch? <laughs> We're going to blow out all your backs tonight. <laughs> so... 
So then, then Vic is trying to get a little information. He's saying there's some grumbles and some rumbles. Dude, and this is this is, I've heard this clip before. Uh, I, I think it's like in, in a white zombie. Yeah, it isn't a white zombie. Right? You like, got it. Up yours, baby. Yep. Oh, and here's the thing too. Everybody call all dudes call each other baby. Yeah, I called you baby earlier. Well, you call me babe. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Which was like that's a fat joke. <laughs> and uh, yeah, babe, like I was just saying. Nah, dude, you can call me baby all day, but babe, I'm just like uh, you got. You better check yourself. You better check yourself. Too. Oh God. Um, but it's all good, baby. It's yeah. Good. I actually, actually, <laughs> actually told. Um, I actually told my my girlfriend that I was like, yeah, I, I call my friend Patrick Bay, but I don't know if he liked that or not. <laughs> no, I, I immediately think think of pig. <laughs> like that'll do, babe. I think it's kind of a sexy that'll thing. <laughs> that will do, pig. That'll do, pig. And so Vic is a little. Right now, we're just kind of figuring out their their dynamic, but you could tell these guys have been talking to each other and been at each other's him, shit for a while. Yeah, him and Vic are close. Vic's partner is a fucking douchebag. He's a fucking dickhead. Because he even tells Vic, like, why don't you, you know, lean on him a little bit, which is like kind of get a little bit more rougher with them. And he's like, yeah, that's not the way you approach Shaft. Yeah. But before that, before that, before he said that, uh, the the tough guy, the asshole guy, what's his name? I don't know. It's we'll just, just a him, white guy name. Yeah, we'll call him asshole guy. It's, he's like, Tom Hannon. He's trying to be Tom. hard on, on Shaft. He's like, where are you going? And Shaft just hits him with, to go get laid. And then the fakest laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, Roundtree does a lot of these, like, kind of, for, it's like, Shaft is super fucking cool, but almost every time Roundtree laughs or kind of makes a, he kind of is a goofy, like, funny little thing that he does yeah, when he does it's that. So, it's so forced. I'm about to go get laid. <laughs> yeah, he goes, I'm about to go get laid. How about you? Or, like, what are you doing? Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's obvious this guy's not going to get laid. Um, yeah. Like, your name's Tom. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> Um, and so <laughs> Chef looks into like, I don't know. I'm not sure. It's an, I think it's an apartment complex. No, it's his, um, where his office is at. Yeah. There's a store, uh, in the building floor, the floor level building of his office. Yeah. And he sees, uh, the fucking fancy jacket guy, the plaid jacket, guy. big old dude. Like this guy looks like a heavy, like he looks like he's definitely packing. Yeah. And so Chef sneaks around the back cause he knows his own building. Of course, by the way. Turns out, best way to ever kind of be sneaky, go through the back, go through a basement door, because it really works in this movie. Like, yeah. he's just going through. The, we see all the back ways into so many buildings in this movie. Yeah, and they bring it up, too, like, the back. You got to have somebody in the back. Yeah, somebody... Go through the back. And I was like, nobody ever thinks of the back. <laughs> yeah, no one's ever thinking about it. It's just easy yeah, to forget. They know about that now. Thanks, Chef. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, and what's, what was funny, dude, is, like, he sneaks up behind that guy, the plaid uh, jacket guy. And liver punches him. Oh, and that guy just like, ah. yeah, like that guy collapsed. That guy kind of went out, kind of like he was in a newborn Christian church, and someone fucking touched his forehead. Yeah. Like he's like, oh, yeah. like, he's <laughs> yeah. just like, man, it's so it's so perfect. And props to Richard Roundtree for dragging that dude. That 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 is not easy. Like that, he's pulling him all the way to the elevator. Yeah, and he puts a gun to him, and he tells him to shut the fuck up. And no, um, he took his gun. Oh, he grabs his Shaft. gun. That's right. He took his gun. And he points it at him. He's like, don't do anything sneaky. You know, like, I'm going to figure out what's going on. Then he just bursts through his own office and runs into a, it's so It's a really cool sequence of events because he pushes the guy through the door, pushes him into the other guy that was there waiting for them. 
and there's this huge fucking fight. I'm glad you said uh, what? You, how'd you say? It? Interesting sequence uh, of events. Se- no, I think it was a weak ass choreography. <laughs> oh, you didn't fight. like it? I kind of liked it. No, dude, like it's kind of clunky. It's, yeah, that's it's kind of clunky. It's clunky. Shaft has a gun, and all the guy does is like slap it. He ever, goes eh. ever so lightly. Uh. <laughs> Honestly, I think if a real fight happened, it does look kind of clunky. Like, it's not going to look that smooth. So I almost thought it was a little more realistic, to be honest. Maybe I'm giving the movie too much credit. No, nah, but... it, it was the worst thing. They probably didn't hire a fight choreographer, and they just did it on their own. Yeah. You're going to slap my hand. <laughs> Don't do it hard, though. You know? <laughs> Don't do it hard. I mean, it's better than Dolomite. Like, I think Dolomite is even more kind of cheesy. But it was supposed to be cheesy. Dolomite was supposed to be cheesy. Uh, I think Rudy Ray Moore was genuinely thinking he was making a badass action fight scene. Nah. Like, he was crazy. In a great way. But I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm I wrong. I thought it was a weak-ass scene, but uh, this was 71, so probably the, it was the world. A diff, it was a different time. Different time. Um, you get the classic um, kind of Olay move, <laughs> oh, yeah, and the dude. dude just keeps charging forward through a fucking window. Yeah, which is like the cheapest glass. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, he just throws himself out the window. And he's like, how could this happen? Like, yeah, how, how did this happen? That makes no sense. <laughs> how did it all come down to this? Yeah. Yeah, Not in my good jacket. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Damn. He just splattered in his own good jacket. And then the other guy is still alive. And he tells him that um, – that they were sent there to to go get him and not to like hurt him, but their their boss Bumpy is his name. We're gonna hear Bumpy a lot uh, throughout this movie. Bumpy Jones. The guy that plays Bumpy, I love him. Yeah, he's really really good. Um, that is uh, Moses Gunn, and uh, yeah, Bumpy Jones, Moses so good. Gunn, that's a fucking tight ass name. I know. <laughs> that's a tight ass name. I'm wondering if that's his real name or that was his like movie name. Mm. I don't know, but. Bumpy Jones, uh, and they tell him, like, no, we weren't here to kill you. But I guess Shaft is like, well, then don't send guys armed to come get me because I'm going to assume they're trying to fuck me up. Yeah. So that's why you lost uh, your homeboy yeah. plaid jacket. Plaid jacket. You know, that's what happens. Because at first I was like, wait, is this what's going to kick off the rest of them? I was trying to remember the plot. I was like, wait, does this kick off the movie because he killed one of his Bumpy's dudes? But then we find out Bumpy didn't really care about that. Didn't even care. No. He's like, eh, it happens. Uh, that guy was kind of a hothead anyway. And, uh, yeah, we find out that that really wasn't a big deal. But after the dude dies, he gets, uh, of course, they, he goes over to talk to the cops. And Vic is just like, dude, Vic's face in this scene when I think it's like Lebowitz or whoever this other detective is, yeah. is Bitching at Shaft, like, bro, you cannot be giving me this bullshit yeah. story. I'm not an idiot. How did this happen? Yeah, he is such a character, dude. What? You think I'm a klutz here? <laughs> yeah, you think... <laughs> People just falling out windows now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so bad. I don't know I don't know if I can do that. I think you can still. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm still going to do it. I just don't know if I can, if I'm able to do it, like, properly. Oh, okay. It's, it's a bad... Uh, uh, Oh yeah, no, no, there's no impression on this show that's good. It's a bad impression, yeah. I think bad impressions are the funniest I'm still ones. Gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that was like right in my ear. No, sorry, sorry. You like ear fucked me, bro. Mm. Yeah, buy me a drink first. This whiskey is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and uh, the whole time that that guy's having that that whole fucking rant to Shaft, Vic is just like smoking a cigar and just rubbing his head, and yeah. he he is so good at looking that like at that. He looks like that exhausted, just 
nothing's working out kind of cop. Yeah, he that's he's the the epitome of like I'm too old for this shit. Yes. Yeah, no, he definitely looks too old. He has that fucking hair that it's like black and then the bottom is white and goes into like a sideburn situation. Yeah, it's the, like some chops. The chops on the side. It's wild. pretty fucking epic, dude. Yeah, nobody chops anymore, dude. Nobody chops anymore. And he's got a fucking dope mustache. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, there's uh, by the way Mustache situation in this movie is off. It's just it's it's uh, it's exploding. It's just it's the seventies. You had to have. Oh God, it's it's wonderful for for those of y'all looking to have the right mustache. Just pick one in the mix and uh, start start letting it grow, baby. Yeah. Um, dude, we should just have mustaches one of these days, man. I can't grow a mustache, dude. Thanks it for... looks like you can. No, I I got the dirt patch, but that's about it. <sighs> I, I keep it like really tight. Because it looks like I'm growing a mustache, but that's it, yeah. Yeah, you have, like, that kind of, like, nice 5 o'clock shadow thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You think I just woke up like this? <laughs> this, is, this is playing, baby. <laughs> yeah, I grew up with I, – I woke up with this hobo face pretty easily as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, I need to put a little more effort into it. But, yeah, so after all that, Vic basically tells Shaft, look, you got to give me a little something of what's actually going on out there. Or else we will arrest you. You're going to lose uh, your license for, like, was it two months or something like that? Or maybe longer. Oh, so his, li- his, his private, his tech- private okay. detective I, license. I was going to say, they threatened to take his badge, but no, they threatened to take his license. His license. That makes more sense. Yeah, because since he's a private eye, he can't be getting arrested for fucking manslaughter and shit yeah. like that. And uh, he's like, that's no money for you, and you're going to be losing money. So, and, and Bumpy might be out looking for you after you killed his dude. Killed and his dude, yeah. So... Shaft kind of gets a little pissed off about this whole thing, and I think he even – is this the part where he tells Vic something about – um, like he's like – because Vic is like really like, dude, there's going to be a bloodbath out there. Like people are going to die, and Shaft is like, oh, it warms my black heart that you care so much about us minority folks. Yeah. He says something like that, right? Yeah. And And Vic gets really mad, like, you know, again with the – you doing the with the the black card, and I think, dear God, this is definitely a black exploitation film. Uh, he he put he gets a black pen and he puts it on his face, and he's like, "You're not even that black." Yes, dude. And then Chef like so quickly has like this white porcelain mug, and he puts it up to Vic's face. He goes, "You're not even that white." Yeah, all cool. Like <laughs> he's dude. so cool. But what, what's funny about that, like the underline about that, is that people keep calling out Shaft for being like. Uh, a, a Judas, yes, or an Uncle Tom, yes, yeah, and even Vic is calling him out like, "Hey, man, like, just because I work with you doesn't mean like, just because we're cool doesn't mean you can fucking come at me like that." Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of dick measuring between them two. Yeah, a lot of dick measuring, and I, I think we know who would win. Uh, so then we, <laughs> Damn, dude. that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> he's chef. He's got his own song. Uh, I, I could dig it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Uh, so, oh, ice cream man's here. Ice cream man. Yeah, <laughs> so you know you're in the hood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> quick, quick little five minute break. Yeah, gotta get my cucumber. I like the idea of me and you eating like Sonic the Hedgehog ice cream pops while while recording this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> can I can I eat your gumball? <laughs> yeah, you can finish that. <laughs> so, so from there, I think um, Shaft calls. Uh, well, he buys some warm chestnuts, I believe, at some point. Yeah, dude. How much is two bits? I don't know, cause yeah, yeah. He asked the guy selling the chestnuts. He's like, uh, "How much?" And the guy just goes, two bits." And I'm like, two bits." Yeah, I don't know how bits what, of what. Like, uh, yeah, what you stand on the street, 
all day for two bits a bag? I don't, I don't know. For chestnuts? I don't know. I feel like because chestnuts probably aren't – they're probably not cheap. I, I think he meant two bucks. Two bits? Do you two think bucks? two bucks is too much for 1971 to buy some chestnuts? Well, yeah, dude, because he's, he's handing out $10 as if it matters or something. Uh, <laughs> it like, bro, that's like one large meal at Jack in the Box. Yeah, dude. Uh, but, but before you went there um, – so he knows that he's cool with Vic because at the end, like, he gave him a cool hand slap, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, we said some things, and yeah, we're giving each other a hard time, but we're, we're cool. Because Vic basically tells him, you got 48 hours. You know, he's like, basically, I'm going to make sure you don't get arrested. I'm going to help you out. I'm going to give you 48 hours to go get some fucking information for me. I'm only doing this. <laughs> and <Yeah>. um, <laughs> this is the way I am. I'm used to be by myself, so usually I'm You're very flying. big. Yeah. You're fucking flying. And so. Well, I'm big too, bro. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so he tells him, I'll, we'll meet then. And he's like, I'll think about it. Yeah. And then, so Shaft goes to a, uh, to call Bumpy. Yeah. And Bumpy has that old school phone, which I'm not even sure would work in the 70s. You know what I'm talking about? What are those yeah. phones called? It has the horns. The Little House on the Prairie phones? Yeah, I don't even dude. know, bro. And, and before that, it shows, uh, it shows a, a, a dumpster truck with Bumpy's sanitation. Uh-huh. Which kind of gives the whole thing like, oh, this is organized organized, organized crime, crime syndicate. Yeah. And so, yeah, he calls Bumpy and Bumpy immediately says, there's no call ID back in the time. So, like, I don't know how Bumpy knows this. But well, that phone is only called by specific people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's why the phone is so weird because, like, oh, it's a special okay. number that you can call that only very specific people have, I suppose. And it only takes incoming calls. You know, there's no way He doesn't call out. out. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, Shaft calls, and then Bumpy answers and says, wrong number. Mm-hmm. Like, wrong number, dude. Like, that's a, that's a very specific phone. I got the right number. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think that's the – that's got to be the kind of bit it's, – it's such a classic 70s, like, crime action film that, like, where the, everyone answers the phone, like, in a very specific way or whatever, and he's just like, wrong number. Yeah. And, and Shaft like, is like – like, you're looking for me. Yeah. <laughs> It, I'm helping you. you find me. What do you mean, wrong number? All right, I'm sorry. Let me try again. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been funny if he hung up. He's like, oh, shit. I didn't think that was going to work. Yeah. If he goes, is this 555? Five, five, five? <laughs> 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 oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was 555. Five, five. uh, is this movie phone? <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, movie phone. Nobody knows about that anymore, right? I think that's gone. Yeah. Jesus. Do you uh, ever have a beeper? Yes. Duh! I had a beeper. Dude, I didn't ever get to have one. No? I just kind of in that weird cushion where they died. <laughs> and so it was either like, it, basically I needed to get a cell phone. So I got one like when I was like 19 or 18. No, I, I had a beeper with my home my homeboys uh, sent me boobs. The 80085. <laughs> and then the girlfriend would say, it would send that 143, I love you. That's what 143 meant? Yeah. Oh, I got it. Yeah. I love you. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ so, Oh my god So then after all that uh, Bumpy ends up heading to Shaft's office Because he says that they'll, he'll meet up with them And he's got this right hand man Who just kind of steals the show a little bit he's, His name's Willie Yeah he's so mad He's so mad He's, he's like He said to be here Yeah He should be here <laughs> Yeah, I do like. Well, he's not here. What do you want me to do? <laughs> yeah. with him? And he finds it so 
disrespectful to invite somebody to meet at their office and they're not there waiting for them yeah, at sure. their office. But Chef don't wait for no man. Chef don't wait for nobody. Yeah, even I feel like even Bumpy knows like, no, this guy's the upper hand right now. I'm gonna let him have some leeway because Chef does flex on him because when Chef does eventually arrive. Oh, by the way, we find out Willie is just so salty because he was actually cool with that cat that they threw out the window. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> dude, that was my jacket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that motherfucker owed me money. <laughs> yeah, you threw out my best jacket. <laughs> And whatever his face was. Yeah, whatever that guy was. Whatever his was. name was, dude. I don't know. But that jacket, dog. And Willie also has this very specific draw that I absolutely love, dude. I don't I don't know where that actor's from or if he's doing a voice, but it is fucking perfect. Chef's yeah. kiss. Um he speaks so slow. <laughs> like he also is like he's just a really cool draw, dude. Yeah, has that I love draw it. To it. And um and so yeah, Shaft comes into the office finally while Willie's busy talking shit, and Shaft goes to Bumpy, who's sitting at Shaft's desk, you're in my seat. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And B- Bumpy just dumps his cards because he's playing with his deck of cards. He dumps them and he's like, all right, I'm just going to be patient. <laughs> well, he did this look. I was like, what is he looking at? And he's looking because uh, Shaft takes his jacket off and he like steps up to him. And he's like, what is he looking at? I don't know. Did he look at his crutch? Maybe. He was like, <laughs> he's like, all right, I know the deal here. That's Shaft. <laughs> but he did give him, give him this look and then took a pause and then got up out of his chair like oh I, I know who we are yeah and Bumpy he he shows us quite a variety of emotions too because he kind of he he's kind of playing hard but it's, he's also kind of has this weird like you tell there's definitely some trial and tribulation going on up upstairs and mm-hmm. he tells Shaft this is when we finally get into the main plot of the movie is he wants to hire Shaft so that way he can find his daughter who's been kidnapped by who he has no idea at the apparently. Well, he says he has no idea. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Um, it's all very – it's weird. He takes his daughter being kidnapped and finds a way to manipulate the situation in his favor somehow. Yeah, dude, like what an asshole. Like he cries about like, please find my daughter, but first. Yes. You know. Because he kind of gives Shaft a little idea that, oh, you know what? I think this Ben Buford guy – might at least know something, yeah. you know, and he has a big hold on a part of Harlem that um, that Bumpy can't get in, into. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I don't know, if, is Ben Buford like an activist or like a kind of almost like Black Panther style type? Because he hates Bumpy and like what he does. He keeps calling him a pimp and stuff. Yeah, it's part of the, the Black Nationals. I don't know if that's like... Uh, like Black Nationalism kind of... Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. it might be that kind of thing where he's protecting that part of town with guns and stuff. Yeah. And keeping crime out. He's like the opposite of Bumpy. Yeah. You know, he's trying to protect the community, but through violence. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, which, yeah. I, I... Hey. To each his own. Yeah, it doesn't pay well. They don't. They, they don't have all the flashy stuff. They don't dress like Bumpy and his guys. No, yeah, you can see like yeah. Um, when we eventually we do eventually find uh, Ben Buford, but it takes a little bit. Uh, but Shaft charges fifty bucks an hour. Fifty bucks an hour to find somebody's daughter. Like, that's a lot of money in the seventies. That's a lot of money. Okay. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Fifty bucks an hour. I guess. I mean, like, but you're 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 hunting a person. You're gonna go out and hunting streets. a person. Yeah, dude. I'm not not hunting a person. I guess <laughs> you're, uh, you're searching for you're one. Searching, yeah. Yeah, you're searching. I for don't one. hunt people. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I know. It's like, uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm the hunted. Uh... 
<laughs> yeah, no, he's definitely gonna get paid pretty well. I guess fifty dollars is pretty pretty good, but like, I would have done it for more. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, maybe, but he asked for. I mean, we could look that up what that would be, but I bet you it's like probably making like two fifty an hour at the time. And uh, and Shaft doesn't like this guy. Shaft doesn't like Bumpy because like again, organized crime. He's into drugs. Yeah, Shaft does give him shit about being a. He's like, of course you're a fucking garbage person that peddles drugs and and you're destroying the community. Who wouldn't want to fuck you over? Yeah, this could be anybody. Yeah, everybody hates you because you do so much damage to to the community. And And Bumpy takes those hits, man. But like he not, keeps his composure. Now he's like, "You're right, but my my daughter didn't mm-hmm. sell no drugs. My daughter didn't do." She's nothing. gonna go to college. No, yeah, she's a good girl. She's yeah. gonna go to college. Yeah, and uh, so that kind of pushes Shaft to where he's like, "Fine, I'll fucking do it, so it can help her." He says something too. He he's like, "You give me money, and I'm Shaft said, and I'm gonna spend it how I want." Yeah, like what does that mean? I think because Shaft knew, like, so, uh, he doesn't need a whole bunch. Like, he has his own little bachelor pad, which we'll talk about later. And he's got his stuff. He wants to be able to, like, give money to people. Like, he, like, that's, I think that's why throughout the movie we see him, like, just giving people money. Oh, okay. So that way, that, so that way, basically, Bumpy can't be like, hey, man, why are you just giving me, why are you just giving my money away to all these motherfuckers that, like, aren't even gonna, supposed to be helping you find my daughter? Yeah. But it's because he, he said, that's a stipulation. Yeah, I'm going to use it however I want. If I want to give the ice cream man $50, then that's just the way it's going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, and then yeah. Bumpy's like, uh, so, so when will I hear from you? And she's like, and he's like, when I have something to say. Oh, oh I know. fucking cool, dude. Shaft is fucking cool. Sax, uh, saxes. <laughs> Shaft's, Shaft's one-liners are might be the best. some of the best ever written. Yeah. Like they just hold up to this day. Yeah, dude, it's amazing. So yeah, then, um, yeah, I love it. And Shaft goes looking for Ben Buford, and we have this wonderful, dope-ass song called Soulsville that mm-hmm. Isaac Hayes. Isaac Hayes, yeah. I need. I don't. I'm ashamed that I don't have the soundtrack to this movie yet. Mm-hmm. But I definitely need to find that baby on vinyl at some point. Um, and they have a bunch of good scenes of just 70s New York as he's looking around, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he eventually runs into this one dude named Bunky. Oh, is that his name? Okay. Yeah, and he tells Bunky, and he's been in a, some other uh, some other movies back in the 70s and uh, 80s, and he's still around, I think, that guy. I think he's still alive. I think I looked it up. Oh, wow. Um, and he tells Bunky, he's like, hey, you seen Ben? And Bunky's like, Ben? Ben who? And he goes, man, you know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about Ben Buford. You know what I mean, man? And he goes, I don't know Ben Buford. And he just goes, and the chef goes, 20. 20. And he's like, oh, that that Ben Buford. Yeah, dude. You can't trust those dudes, dude. That exchange was so freaking natural, too, man. Oh, Ben. Oh, God, I love it. And so then Chef reads the paper naked on a couch. couch, (laughs) That's why I literally... Yeah, he's naked on the couch. I have in my next note. And, and I was like, damn, dude, that's sexy, dude. Dude, they set him up. They set up Richard Roundtree, like, and, and the character, Shaft, to be the sexiest motherfucker in New York. Like, yeah, holy shit. He's he's hardcore. He don't give no fucks. But he takes time to get laid, dude. And that couch is, like, kind of, like, has fur? Like faux fur or something. Faux fur on it? Shit, man. That looks comfortable as hell. Yeah, so... His hyena comes through, and she's got some groceries and shit. Yeah, she looks surprised to see him naked. Like, I, like Richard Roundtree made it seem like he is on the couch naked all the time. But yeah. she comes in, she's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? I think because he wasn't hard. 
He's probably always hard when he's naked. Always hard, yeah. She's like, why, why are you so soft? And he's like, well, I was waiting for you, baby. Nah, he says another cool thing right here. Like, oh, yeah, he does, he does. I, I feel like a machine. That's no way to feel. <laughs> yeah, no, he goes, yeah, he goes, that's no, that, that's no way to live. Oh, that's no way to live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is, it's... that's a Black Flag song. I'm not a machine. Oh, really? Yeah, won't work. I'm not a machine. Damn, dude, that's, a, that's, a, that's deep. I feel like a machine. Yeah, because when you're, yeah, you've, he's he's going through, I think he's like, I need a little break from all this being badass, and yeah. I, I need some tender loving care. Ah, okay. You know, and she. He says a lot without saying a lot. I respect that. He does. Yeah, you got to kind of look in between the lines with Shaft. Yeah, dude. He, there's not enough time to say words when you're cool, dude. Yeah. They're not like, like me where I say like 30 things before I get to like what I'm trying to say. Yeah, for sure, it's, dude. It's really bad. But it was weird. He's like, he's he's telling this girl like, I'm not a machine. Well, I am a love machine. Yeah. <laughs> and then they start fucking. Yeah, they, and it's a actually a pretty well shot love scene. Like it's very passionate. It's very kind of artsy. It's, yeah, you get a good uh, a good view of his beautiful black ass. Oh, just looking tight. Tight. And he's got like a mobile or. Something. <laughs> yeah, dude. You know. Yeah, you know the the bedroom mobile. How do you unwind, bro? You don't look up at the mobile. <laughs> The movie? Oh, the 70s. What a beautiful time to be alive. But it, it was a good scene, though. Like, I, 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 seeing his butt is the only thing, the only nudity we see. We see some side boob later on. But we, we're yeah, looking, not a very. We're looking at. This is about him. Man crap. This is about Shaft. This yeah. is about seeing his asshole. Yeah. Can you dig this? Yeah. Can you dig this? <laughs> and the love scene is, is shot very beautiful because you know what's going on. You know what's going on. And then. Yeah. You see the intense ham hands of a comer. Oh yeah, you know because she's just like shaking, like oh that's that's it. <laughs> yeah, because she's kind of gripping him at first, and then it's like release. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I mean I've never seen hands like goodbye cream before, but that's what happened. Yeah, I'm usually not back there when that happens, so <laughs> I don't know what's going on back there. So <laughs> fucking shit. So then. Vic catches up with Shaft. Shaft is eating a hot dog. And uh, Vic asks him, well, John, what'd you get? And he looks at Vic and he says, I got laid. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. Why? Why are you showing off, dude? That, back then, it was different then, dude. Now you now it's like not cool to be flexing like that. But back nah. then, it was unusual to flex like that. Yeah. So it was kind of fucking cool back then. It's so weird. Like in, in the 70s, he's just like, yeah, I got laid. But like in the 90s, you're like, smell my finger. <laughs> I know. Now, yeah. Do you ever have someone do that to you? I used to do it all the time. Oh, you're such an asshole. I never did that to anyone. One time, my I friend never, just I like never that. did it right directly after. It was just like a goof thing. Like, oh, smell my finger. Oh, dude. But I, I had never a... did it like after. Yeah, I had animal, a I had a fucking animal. Well, I guess he was a friend. I was at a party, and he had just got out of a room with her, and literally just went like this to me. Ah, yeah, it was um, <laughs> it was like kind of like, damn it, I'm never gonna get that. Uh, but also kind of gross at the same time. But, oh yeah, yeah, because it was his finger. <laughs> if it was her finger, I would have been like, that's awesome. Have you ever met a girl that said, "Smell my finger"? I guess I'll know when that's the one. <laughs> So, <laughs> nah, I do that to my wife every now and then. I smell my finger. <laughs> oh God, I don't even want to know what it smells like. Jesus. Nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't. yeah. Pat's wife don't. Yeah, I'm not even married. Um, <laughs> nah, that's a joke. Okay. 
<laughs> I'm bombing here. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of giggly right now. Yeah. So then um, after that, he just leaves Vic cold, like doesn't give him shit. And we get some more dope-ass scenic shots in New York because he jumps into a cab. Yeah. And he goes out to um, find Buford because he's going to use that address that um, Bucky gave him. And so then we see that there's this um, – well, he runs into this little kid that's shivering cold. Like maybe overdoing it a little bit, right? Yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. like shaking and, you know, he looks clean. Like I mean he does, it's not like he's – I don't think he's like an orphan boy from the streets necessarily. Yeah, but he says he's, in the, he's from that neighborhood. But like why are you outside? What's going on? Where's your family? All that stuff. Yeah. It doesn't answer any of that. Yeah. Shaft just gives him like a $10 bill or something. Like, oh, wow, mister. Yeah, he's like, thank you. Well, yeah, all of a sudden he doesn't look cold anymore, so maybe that's part of his bit. Yeah. You know? He's a hustler, baby. Yeah, he's a hustling already. He's just going outside looking all cute and just, like, fucking shaking and shit, and Shaft gives him money. Shake harder, boy. (laughs) Not shaking hard enough. (laughs) So then um, we see that this dude is actually following Shaft, and he goes through the back basement door of the apartment complex. Like we said, a lot of back basement door work here. Yeah. And he finds Ben's apartment. Which is just an empty room with one light hanging down the middle, and I guess they're just contemplating in there. There's no yeah, music. So sketchy. Like, yeah, just <laughs> contemplating with the boys. <laughs> you ever just kind of, you yeah. know? You ever just sit and think <laughs> with the lads, dog? You know, the 70s were different, bro. Yeah, no, I, I never did that. <laughs> I mean, I've done that because we were all, like, fucking drunk or high, and we thought we were talking, and then we realized nobody's talking, huh? We're just <laughs> okay. I that has happened where I'm like, hey, no one said any words for a while. It's been a while since we said words, right? And, and then you're just like sandwich, and then you're like, oh, I didn't have to say that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh, I thought I said that in my head. I thought I said that in my head. Yeah, with my finger. Uh, <laughs> um, did I say that again? <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> and so then Shaft tells Shaft tells Ben he should have a a man at the basement door. And he says, uh, and then I think Ben tells him like, how do you find out where he was hiding? Where he was hiding out? And Shaft tells him, well, it's because you got a big mouth. Mm-hmm. And then one of Ben's dudes is like takes offense to it and tells him, like, hey, watch yourself. Cool it, man. Cool it, man. You cool it, boy. He's like, don't let your mouth get your ass in trouble. Cool. God, he's so, so cool. cool. That is so freaking awesome. Yeah. I'm going to get more whiskey. Hold on. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> well, if you're going to get more whiskey, I'll take some more. All right. Do we have more? I think we have a little more. All right. Shaft. And we're back. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> From our whiskey break. <laughs> yeah. I uh, smell my finger break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we smelled each other's fingers just now. Yeah, um, we're from Texas, so it just smelled like fucking cigarettes and barbecue. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, so after all this, uh, there's all of a sudden some gunshots go off, and we don't know what the fuck's going on. I was confused as shit. I'd never seen this scene before in the times where I've seen this movie, which honestly is why this movie didn't make a lot of sense to me before. But it's a big pinnacle scene. Like, there's... Um, some of Ben's guys go upstairs to try to figure out what's going on, and they get freaking shot up, and Shaft grabs Ben. <clears throat> they break into this, like, little old lady's apartment to hide out. Yeah. Her apartment's so nice. I don't know what apartment Ben got, but... Yeah, they just got a room. They just got, like, yeah, it's like a large closet. But she's on knives, and she was chill with it. But this is where we, we realize that, oh, this is a three-way fight. You know, yes. there's new, new people... What's going on? Why are these people trying to get at Ben? Yeah. Who are these people and all that stuff? Exactly. And uh, they run away, and I think Shaft even gives Ben some shit. He's like, man, you don't 
I don't think you run anymore because yeah. you can't run with this shit. He like starts talking shit to him about and, it. And Ben's trying to be like, cool. He's like, I don't run no more. He's like, what do you think we're doing, fool? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so good. And um, we see that that guy that was following Shaft is dead. And they call him a finger man, which I guess is like the guy that the guy that makes you smell his finger. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That was that was so easy. But they did call him a finger man. Um, I, I just wrote in my notes, not sure what that is, but moving on. Vic is losing his shit at the precinct, and Shaft tells the lieutenant that he'll be coming coming in to talk to him. And uh, I think Shaft tells Ben at some point that he's going to go take him to a friend's house. Like, some, they're straight fan, like, they're cool cats, like, oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. You got to hide out for a bit. Yeah, you got to hide out, because uh, they really don't know, because all of a sudden the cops come through. They don't know if the cops are looking, Shaft doesn't know if the cops are looking for him. If they're looking for Ben, they don't know anything. So they're just sort of trying to keep low. And, and it's also like before that, it was also like Ben and Shaft have a history. They, used they to, do. They used to be boys. Yeah. And to the point where Ben's like, well, I don't like I don't know you anymore. Yeah. You know, Ben's the one that gives him a lot of shit about being like a Tom. He actually Tom. calls, him, he calls Tom, him Tom. Yeah. And he, and he gets really pissed. Shaft gets pissed. Yeah. He calls so. him Tom. And then and, and later on, Shaft was like, don't call me Judas. You know, like Shaft is like trying so hard to protect his reputation. Because everybody thinks like he's he's the enemy. He's like, I'm not really the enemy, man. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm trying to help you. Yeah, and, and he actually talks Ben down pretty good. And Ben drops the scissors that he had grabbed because Ben grabbed some scissors and was like, "Dude, he's like, I think you know. How do I not know that this was you or like you're doing? You know mm-hmm. that you sent these motherfuckers over." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, there's it's a lot of back and forth. And then Vic lets Shaft know that. Um, Downtown, they got some visitors. Uh, this is when we find out that it, this has to do with the mafia. Mm-hmm. Like there was these these hitmen that came from L.A., Phoenix, Illinois, Philly, and they're all hired guns for the mafia. And basically, what happened was some of Bumpy's guys, knowing that the mafia was going to be coming in to want to do a deal yeah. and take take on, you know, I think I think Bumpy's in like a big part of Harlem or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and wanting to take some of that territory or do a deal with him. And to combat that, Bumpy sent some cats over to try to kill one of the Mafia bigwigs. Mm. But they failed. And they ended up just hitting one of his runners, which I guess is just one of his, like, side, you know, fucking right-hand men or whatever. Yeah, dudes are so disposable in this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're just like, oh, send that guy. Oh, they killed him. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Damn. Son of a bitch. Where's the loyalty, dude? Yeah. No, uh, yeah, it all comes out of money, I guess. So now it's like we got the mafia versus Bumpy's organized family crime syndicate. Which That's is, basically which is, what's which going is on. down some guys, man. They lost a few in that shootout. So now it's just, Bumpy's an army, an army of one now, it seems. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so then Shaft calls his girlfriend, and there's that weird little sequence where she tells him that she loves him, and he's like, yeah, uh, yeah I know. I know. So cool, dude. <laughs> I'm going to start telling that to my wife. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you do that. <laughs> what's, what's funny is, like, I'm a big Sopranos fan. And, uh, well, everybody is, I guess. But uh, every time my wife goes, like, oh, I love you. I was like, yeah, you better. Like that, what Christopher <laughs> says to Adriana. Yeah. Yeah, you better. <laughs> yeah, you better. So I'm going to say, yeah, I know. <laughs> dude, she's going to flick your nuts, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he I goes. I smell her finger. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes to wake up Ben, 
and they go to see Bumpy, and we get to me one of the best scenes in the movie. Here's the thing, too. Yeah. Like, okay, so Bumpy's lying in some girl's, some daughter's bed or something. Yeah. Shep goes to wake him up, and then Shep kind of like checks him out a bit. Does he? A little you, you bit? Didn't, you didn't feel that? No, I didn't feel that. <laughs> All right, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you're, um, I don't know. Maybe man. you wanted him to check him out. And you don't he... think Shaft gets down like that? I think Shaft loves love for sure. But that's he... what I'm saying. Yeah, I think I think he recognizes sexy. Sexy recognizes sexy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like I could dig it. Yeah, I could dig it. Like let me, let me dig it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but like he, he goes to wake him up, and then he gives like a look back. Like he gave a look back, and I don't know what that look back was. To me, a simple-minded person was like, "Is he trying to get some?" <laughs> Is he trying to get in Buford's butthole? All right, hey, how do we know he hasn't before? Yeah, so, they, have a, they have a long past. They definitely have a love-hate relationship, yeah. so, you know, you never know. Ben looked kind of angry to see him. He did. Like, he He's broke his heart a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Saint the first, and he the last. Yeah, yeah Ben's definitely, got, definitely heard the, you know, yeah, I know, before. <laughs> yeah, dude. So then uh, they go over to Bumpy's, and Willie's there, and Willie's being an asshole. And he wants to search them to see if they have any guns or any shit Which like that. Which is a reasonable request. Reasonable. I'm just want sometimes see... Shaft is a little unreasonable. Yeah, but it also shows how much of a, a no fucks he gives. You know? Yeah, it's how you flex. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not here to cause trouble, but I'm also not gonna let you fucking put your hands on me. Yes. You know? Yeah, you're not gonna treat me like some two bit piece of shit. And Willie comes off like a bitch too, because he like on the intercom he tells, oh yeah, like. John's here to see you. Shaft's here to see you. Yeah. He won't let me check him for guns, though. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you he won't let me touch him for check of guns. Yeah. Like, Willie, sit him in, Willie. Shut up. Yeah, like, shut the fuck bitch. up, dude. Yeah. He is kind of bitching the whole movie, so he is, that is his character. Yeah, Willie's a bitch. Come at me, Willie. <laughs> <laughs> and even, like, Shaft, because Willie says, you know, one of these days... You know, we're going to need to freaking duke it out, basically. Oh, yeah. One of these days, I will fight you. I will yeah. fight you. And uh, Shaft tells him, man, you're not going to do shit. Which is so cool. You ain't going to so do good. shit. And then Willie's like, yeah, you're right. And then he has to hit the little button to let them in. Yeah. It's pretty funny. He's such a secretary. Sit down, He's such bitch. a little bitch, yeah. dude. <laughs> Sit down, dude. <laughs> and so then they go in, and they see, they see Bumpy. And this is such a good scene. Bumpy's in his, like... I don't know. He looks like a fucking uh, James Bond lair. Like, yeah, dude. Complete opposite from like where Bumpy is. The room that Bumpy's in is like a shithole. And yeah. then you open the door and it's like a fancy like. You mean Willie? The room oh, that Willie's Willy, in. Willy, yeah. yeah. Like it's like like a front. Yeah, it's just like a kind like, of a shitty little room with a desk. Nothing fancy going yeah. on here. And then once you get into Bumpy's room, it's like oh, bright, damn, and beautiful. And shit. It's like the seventies, just fucking diarrhea all over the place. It's beautiful, fucking. Wood paneling, like real wood paneling, yeah. not like this cheap shit that's in here. Yeah. It's gorgeous, man. Yeah, it was nice. The oranges, the yellows, the yeah. colors, it's beautiful. Pops. Pops, yeah. And so and he has like his uh he his desk, he's like up on a slight platform too. Like it's just a very dope. It's like dope this. Scene. It's like to intimidate you. Like even though we're on the same level, <laughs> I am still higher. You're than still you. much bigger, yeah. I'm yeah. like in a little fucking baby you gotta chair. You look up to me because like you sit in those chairs, you're looking up to me. <laughs> As you should. Exactly. It's a power move for, power sure. for sure. So they have this whole conversation where Shaft basically tells Bumpy, look, I figured out what, you, what you've what you been doing. You wanted me to get in touch with Ben because you want 
you want um, because you're in in it deep with the mafia because your boy's fucked up on that hit. Yeah. So now the mafia's coming for you. They took your daughter. So Bumpy already knew that the mafia had his daughter. Dude, which is so weird. Why are you playing games, dude? Because he knew that he he knew that if he got Shaft to get involved and the mafia would know he was involved, Shaft would have to solve this issue because now he's in too deep. Hmm. And that Shaft maybe wouldn't yeah. have got involved if he knew it was the mafia involved right away. Yeah. Because it right. would have been way too difficult for one guy to do yeah. that kind of job. So that's why he made him go with, with Ben Buford because he knew Ben Buford had men. Mm-hmm. He's got a pretty much a little army of guys mm-hmm. like of uh, the black nationalists ready to freaking go and they have guns and shit. Mm-hmm. And so that's why he eventually convinces Ben by like basically money. And I think Ben charges him ten K ahead, like for every soldier, plus fifty K to make up for the soldier for the guys that already got killed yeah. by the mafia. The five Which, guys. That's how you ask for money. You're like, yeah, 50K, bro. Like, like $50 an hour. <laughs> and Buford, uh, yeah, uh, not Buford. Uh, Bumpy doesn't even, like, blink. He's no, like, he's just down to, he's got a lot of money. Yeah. Because I think then Shaft ups his um, his fee to 20K. Now that it's a mafia that, that, that's involved, now that it's a whole different story. It's not just finding his daughter. It's taking care of his dirty work as well. Yeah, it's also possibly... Now you're gonna have the mafia up your, you know, knocking on your door for the rest of your life, probably. So, yeah. you know, they're gonna need to take care of this shit, and and even Bumpy says something like, "Now that this much money is in in on this, like I'm gonna expect you to actually get this done." Mm-hmm. And I think Shaft is like, "I thought you didn't give a shit about money." He's like, "Man, you're always gonna give a shit, a shit about money." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Bumpy is definitely like a gray area situation. Like, as much as it's important for him to get his daughter, it's also important for him to still have power yeah, and money. That's, that's fucking so shitty. So he's trying to win win both ways. You know, it's trying, he's trying to make it a win-win situation. He gets his daughter back, and he kills the mafia. It's actually kind of genius. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it's shitty. So. It's shitty. <laughs> but that's why he's bumpy. That's why he's so powerful, because he's probably been like that. Yeah. You know, making those tough moves his whole career. So then uh, Shaft tells um, this – there's this scene after this where Shaft tells this – because Shaft knows the mafia's looking for him. Mm-hmm. So he tells this random dude named Billy to go to his place in two minutes and turn his lights on in his apartment. He gives him his keys. Shaft goes to this really kind of swanky-looking bar, mm-hmm. um, and he's kind of eyeballing the room, and he sees these two mafiosos that we saw in some photos that Vic showed him, mm-hmm. and they're having a drink at the bar. And right away, like, there's this, like, this white lady that just looks so fucking horny, dude. <laughs> like, damn, man. I love that, too. Like, <laughs> yeah. I love sluts, dude. <laughs> Drunk sluts. Drunk sluts, man. Uh, I mean, not to say I'm, I'm going to be fucking them, but I just love them. I like that they want to give love. What, what else do you do with drunk sluts? I mean, yeah, I guess you fuck them. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, not anymore for me, but I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. What's so weird is that, like, how do these mafia guys not know what Shaft looks like? That that surprised me, too. Because he comes out in, in plain sight. He pretends to be the bartender, the barkeep or whatever. Yes. And he, he's talking to By dudes. the way, I love the bartender. He's he's just kind of, like, kind of flamboyant, you know, yeah. gay dude. And I honestly loved the, having that character in there. And I think he smacks Shaft on the ass when he when they switch up. And he like and Shaft is like, 
Get it? I think he smacked Shaft. He's like, man, you know, Shaft. Shaft knows his shit, dude. That's He's what like, I'm saying, bro. I like that he was like, hey, man, ain't about that. He was just like, yeah, I get it. I got a nice ass. Yeah, I don't blame you, bro. I don't blame you. I don't shoot, blame you, bro. Shoot your shot. I don't blame you. <laughs> but I'm sorry, I interrupted you. What were you saying? No, that was it. I was done. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that. <laughs> so Chef plays bartender. And he goes and he he pours the guy some scotch. He's kind of trying to get him a little loosey loosey, because they ask for a scotch. Uh, I think it's scotch and water, mm. and he just gives them straight scotch and he pours himself some. And you could tell that there's one guy that's getting kind of loosey, and there's another guy that right away notices when the light turns on at Chef's yeah. apartment and he keeps looking and the this place and that. that they were checking out. So like they're like, oh, well, his lights went on, so no way can this be Chef. Yes. You know. Yeah. But you're right. The idea that they didn't know who he was, what he looked like. I mean, the only thing that makes sense is the fact that chefs, I guess, always kept the low profile, even though he has an office with his name on the door. And yeah. I guess in his in the in his newspaper classified ads, he never shows his photo, his face. But and the fact that they're coming from out of town and the mafia has no guys in this area. This is new territory. So I don't know. It's just kind of questionable. Like, it's how, a little how you, questionable. How do you not know? How do you not have a picture or like a reference? Especially if you're a hired gun. Like that's yeah. kind of like rule number one is have photos of any type of people that you might need to yeah. keep an eye on. It's not like his boss said, just bring me any black man. Yeah, with yeah. a dope mustache. And... <laughs> yeah. I know. What if that's all they knew was, okay, his name's Shaft, yeah. um, John Shaft, dope mustache, great yeah. mustache. I know it's the 70s, but this one's special. Um, great head of hair, nice suits, you know, yeah. dresses real sexy. He's going to be the fucking sexiest guy in the room. So just find him and bring him over here. So maybe they're, they're not that attracted to Shaft. He just didn't do yeah, it maybe they caught him on. Yeah, they were caught off guard. Like, maybe. I expected sexier. So. <laughs> so, and and it's, it's funny how, like, the bartender, uh, or the, I guess that's what they call right? The bartender. Yeah, that's he's what they like, called him. He's like, well, because he's delivering drinks. He's on the outside. Delivering. Oh, but yeah, because he's playing. Yeah, now he's playing server, kind of. Oh, the server. There you go. Server. I should know that. But uh, he's like, check out these girls over here. Uh -huh. One of them says they could turn me straight. And I was like, damn, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He does give a line, something like that. Yeah, he's like, yeah, she said she could just turn me straight. And, um,. And it, that's when we find out that this girl that's all horny for him is name. I think her name is like Linda or something like that. Who yeah. cares? But anyway, um, and he keeps Connor titillating, titillating, yeah. titillating lady that keeps checking you out. And you know, Shaft. It's nice so funny because Shaft is like doing some real work here, but also like in the back of his head, like, and when I'm done with this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go and. Yeah. Take that lady. Yeah, players don't quit, bro. No, it's always game time. It's always game time no matter what. Yeah. And so he calls Vic and kind of undercover style tells Vic that the two guys are there, bring a bring a patrol car and arrest these guys. Yeah. And so then eventually he ends up pointing his gun at the dudes and tells them to freeze. The cops come through and they find out that he's Shaft. He, I think he announces to them, like, I'm Shaft, bitch. Like, I'm the one you've been looking for, fucking yeah. assholes. And the one guy that was kind of drinking a whole bunch spits in his face, and then he just gets a bottle and fucking breaks it on his skull. Yeah, dude. Chef. And they did a pretty good job of, like, you know, the effects are kind of cheesy now, but the fact that, yeah, if you got – a lot of times in movies they show people get hit with a bottle and it just breaks but there's no blood. Yeah. You would fucking bleed. For like, sure. Like, fucking bottles are yeah, no joke, dude. Yeah. Especially a bottle of liquor. 
Yeah, it's so, heavy already. So yeah, there's gonna be some blood and damage. There's gonna be some damage. Yeah, emotional damage too. Yeah, and uh, it's so they get taken in, and then Vic goes through. Uh, uh, Vic um, questions the guys, and he comes out, and Shaft goes in to talk to the mafioso dudes, and he talks to them about wanting to get a number to reach to reach them because he wants to see Bumpy's daughter make sure she's alive right mm-hmm. and um the mafia guys are smart they're like yeah this room could be bugged bro like i don't know oh yeah yeah i don't know if if we should be talking he's like oh we're going to have to just risk it cuz this is my only opportunity to talk to y'all yeah so they give him a number and uh they go from there but then later on oh by the way he does fuck the horny white lady uh yeah, Linda. you're missing so my bad i'm sorry they, they it's a shower scene they fuck I'm, it's shaft what's what's funny is that okay so he takes <laughs> he takes the girl back right and then, and then shaft he takes sorry. The, he takes the girl i know like i only watched this movie for the sex scene, like, so the men right i know and let's then, talk about the men, men. <laughs> Sexy men in their polyester suits, <laughs> uh, mustaches, and mustaches. Uh, so he takes his drunk chick home, you know, respect, and uh, <laughs> and then he's like, "I'm gonna go take a shower. You you make yourself comfortable. You chill out." And then the girl, she jumps in the shower. She's like, "I couldn't wait." Yeah. And then they start going in the shower, and they start going at it. And Shaft is like, "He's like, I don't want to get my." My my bathroom rug wet. So he close while he's making out. He closes the door because he's a multitasker. He's like, yeah, I'm I'm wild, but I don't want no wet bathroom. I was gonna say his apartment is pretty clean. To be honest, it's pretty clean. Yeah, dude. And then uh, and it's the next day where he goes. It's the next morning, and he goes, hey, uh, party's over, girl. Like, gotta get gotta get on out because I got work to do. Yeah, yeah. And she tells him when he's on the phone with Vic. So yes, I'm sorry. So Vic does. Uh, he does end up – I think he's on the phone with Vic at some point. Or no, no. He calls Buford. Mm-hmm. He calls Buford because he's like, we're going to need some guys. Yeah. We're going to need at least two guys, I think. Two guys. Heavy. Yeah. And while he's doing that, I, I think her name's Linda. But she goes up to him and she says, you know what? You're a really good lover. But afterwards, you're kind of shitty. Yeah, you're kind of shitty. Yeah. And then, like, she's – it's kind of an ongoing bit from now on, but like she goes outside of the door and he's like, Hey, could you close the door please? And she's like, why don't you close your own door? Shitty. shitty. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like real good comeback, Linda. Nah, that's, that's good, man. Like, I, re- I respect her for that. I mean, she has, it, she kind of got hotter after that to me. Yeah, for sure. She got hotter after that. I was like, I like, I like someone with a little bit of an attitude. Yeah, get back at me, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I did you dirty. So get back at me. You're right. Ah, oh, shaft. He's like, ah, White bitches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then what's funny, like, Vic hears that. Vic hears that, right? It's Vic that comes in? Yeah, Vic Vic comes in. And he's like, what's up, shitty? Yeah, he's like, what's up, <laughs> shitty? <laughs> Fucking Vic is awesome, dude. He's like one of my favorite characters in the whole movie. He's nah, so he's, good, he's dude. Good. And I'm glad that guy, that other guy, that... For, that, that uh, Tom guy. Yeah, he never comes back. No, right? not really. He's like around the precinct, but they don't really give him any more lines because he sucks. He sucks, yeah. Even like kind of acting, he's not very good. So yeah. I think they were like, yeah, let's cut he's, some he's of Tom's very stuff. Dry. Even for like this porno-esque type movie, like that guy is yeah. very dry. He's like, ah, we don't need that anymore. Very, very dry. Yeah. But yeah, and uh, yeah, because Vic comes in to tell him that that room was in fact bugged and the captain heard the whole conversation with oh, the mafiosos. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's how they know that Shaft is working for, for Bumpy. Mm-hmm. So they want to talk to Shaft, but Vic, because they've been working together, tells, tells Shaft, I'm just going to say that I didn't see you at home, mm-hmm. that you weren't there. 
And uh, because I think Shaft is like, so when am I going to have to go in there? And I think Vic is like, well, when I find you, quote yeah, unquote. Yeah, yeah. So he lets Shaft kind of get away with it. And that's when Vic leaves and he goes, close your own door, shitty. <laughs> yeah, so good. Yeah. And so then they're, 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 buddies. <laughs> they're, they're buddies. Yeah, they work together. And yeah, like he's giving Vic a hard time, but they're fucking boys. Dude. Yeah, they're boys, dude. They're yeah. boys. So then uh, Shaft meets up with um, with uh, one of the mafia dudes because he calls them and he tells them, hey, meet me at this place, 1230. And that's when we'll set up the meeting with the daughter or whatever. And the mafia guys are, okay, cool, whatever. So he goes to this little coffee shop mm. and he orders an espresso. Oh, and yes. the waitress is hilarious. The server is hilarious. It's so weird. No eye contact. What's no. your deal? She's like. Man, the weather's weird. Like, she was, like, out there. Like, she looked like she was on some shit, yeah, dude. dude. It, it, it looked like uh, 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 Roundtree was like, we couldn't get anybody better than this? Like, what is, <laughs> like what's going what's, on? Like, you could tell, like, he's upset with her acting skills. <laughs> like, she's just so fucking robotic and no eye contact. What kind of server does that? Like, Yeah, exactly. And by the way, this is um, – Shaft downloaded some new DLC content and um, – or some new DLC, and now he's got like the black jacket with the black turtleneck and the leather pants. Oh, he's yeah, looking he's like a he's fucking fly. boss, dude. Yeah, he's fly. He's like an upgrade. He's like all of a sudden, yeah. Woo. It's that Linda pussy, bro. Ooh, <laughs> it made him step his game <laughs> up and shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh man, I, I you know what? I didn't know if you'd go this a whole ep without saying the p word. Oh and, my uh, bad. Do you not try to say the p word? Oh, it's a gone going bit. I really don't care. <laughs> But uh, pussy, I, pussy, 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 pussy. Oh, whoa! You're gonna be you're gonna be Tim Yobo's record. Calm down, calm your jets. So then, uh, calm your jets. <laughs> so, yeah, cut it out. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So then, Buford, the guy comes in. The mafia guy meets up with them. They they uh, exchange some racist uh, slurs toward each other True. because the mafia guy comes right at him with the hard R like a son of a bitch. The hard N. Or the N word with the hard R. The N word with the hard R, oh, yes. Right, right, okay. Right, right. I'm looking for a retard. <laughs> <laughs> Please edit that out. Please edit that out. <laughs> yeah, no, he doesn't come at him with the hard R word. <laughs> yeah. And but yeah, that blew my mind. Even for like the seven, it caught me off guard. I, I was not ready for that. Yeah, I, I, I seriously wasn't. And he's it's like, the only time it's said. I'm pretty sure. Only time. Yeah, it's the only time it's said, and he hit even, it hard. Even 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 the black guys don't say that. Nah. No, oh, yeah, that's true. And and there are in a lot of black exploitation movies, they do say the n word. N word. Um, but, but, but no, he, you don't he hear it much and, in this and one. And I I, cra I clasp my pearls. And so. like, hey. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, I know. I was like, I was a guess, and uh, I was a guess. I, I farted. <laughs> <laughs> I got so emotional. I, yeah. I fucking farted. Yeah. And so I then, didn't the N word. <laughs> <laughs> so they head out, and he's gonna take a, take him to the daughter. We see Buford and his guys are, oh, wait, are following. Wait, wait, wait. Go back. Uh, okay. <laughs> sorry. And this has nothing to do with anything. But so <laughs> the waitress brings back an espresso, and she's like, "I forgot the lemon slices." Yeah, what's up with that? Do you have to have lemon with espresso? Okay, I was I, see. I I came with all these questions, hoping that you would like answer. Like, yeah, you don't lemon your espresso, dog. <laughs> I mean, it's already so acidic. I wouldn't want lemon. With I wouldn't it, even but... think lemon. Like, it's not a tea, bro. You yeah, 
yeah, give me a pastry. I want a fucking muffin. (laughs) And uh, and so, yeah, it's a whole thing. It's the 70s, man. Mm. Like, we we needed one of our uncles to help us out with this one. And they would have been able to answer all our questions. Yeah. Um, Uncles out there, you know, if you could help us out, feel free. What's up with the lemons? Yeah, Yeah, what's up with the lemons and espresso? Maybe it's a New York thing. Mm. So... They go, they follow, they go down, they go down this little small corridor into an apartment complex, another little secret passageway to get to an apartment complex. Mm-hmm. Buford places his dudes around the building. Buford's kind of like a lieutenant. You can tell, like, he's in charge of his nah, men. He, he tells him exactly he, where to go yeah, and shit. he was in charge. That's why he, he knows his shit. Yeah. He's badass, dude. He's also a badass character, that dude. Yeah. He's kind of a hard ass and kind of stubborn and shit, but mm-hmm. he's pissed off. You know, he want, he's trying to fucking destroy the white men. Yeah. And um, so they they go through there, and we hear two two mafiosos playing like some gin or something like card game, mm-hmm. and Shaft holds the gun to the skinny mafia dude that's with them, and he basically tells him like you know no sudden movements, open the door like normal, we're coming Which is through so this. So wild, like I'm surprised was, they didn't check him. Like yeah, you know you know this is Shaft, you know what yeah. he does. You're not gonna check this guy. It's weird, man. I don't know why they wouldn't do that. I don't know if it's because the mafia has like this. The, maybe they have these secret rules where it's like this is part of the process. You see if she's alive. You go tell Bumpy. You let him know that we need the deal or something. Oh, you know? okay. So I don't know if it's an honorable thing. Like we're not going to fuck with you, but they probably, I guess they should have and checked And they probably figure like if you fuck up, we're going to kill this girl. Yeah. So, so they're not exactly. They to have around the, and find out. Yes. They have okay. the upper hand. Yeah. They have the upper hand. So he goes in and I mean, I swear to God, it's so weird. Why didn't he even? Why didn't he even bring uh, Buford's guys? Because like he kind of just tried to solve it all by himself here. Well, just in case anybody tries to escape, he didn't. Know, he didn't know how to yeah, go down. Yeah, that's true. And uh, it ends up being a fucking, a little bit of a actually a pretty rough scuffle where they the one mafia dude shoots the other mafia dude that that Shaft had hostage shoots him and just kills his ass and then Shaft kills him. But not before he gets shot. And then the other mafia, there's three altogether. The other one basically just beats the shit out of Shaft and tells him, I'm only keeping you alive so you can go talk to Bumpy and let him know yeah. his daughter's alive. But in 24 hours, if we don't do a deal, she's fucking dead. Yeah, much. dude. When, but that guy that got shot, the guy the guy that saw him in the cafe, the guy that uh, Shaft is holding hostage, he, was, he told this guy, shoot through me. Yeah, he's hardcore. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. Like, I think even Shaft. Was so he says it later on when he's getting worked on with the wounds and stuff. Like he says, like those are some crazy ass white boys. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought I was hard walking through traffic and shit. They (laughs) they shot through a motherfucker. Yeah, (laughs) to get to him. To get to me. Like they are not fucking around. The loyalty is strong, bro. Yeah. So yeah, that Buford goes and he has one guy track uh, track the mafia dude with with the daughter. Then him and he goes and gets Shaft, and they get him help. Some guy Sam comes and helps. And this, hold on, this this daughter. She is, <laughs> oh yeah, the daughter. She's so compliant. Like, yeah, she doesn't even try to escape. She's scared. She's little. Like the the guy's not holding on. Well, to she's her. not that little, but no, she's not that. She's little. like eighteen. Yeah. Oh, she's eighteen. Oh, she's six. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'll smell her fingers. This uh, is definitely the podcast, yo. I'm sorry. Everybody. But, like, she's just, like, so, like, there. Like, never attempted to run. 
Never had temperature. She's like, yeah. okay, now before there was three against one, but now we're one on one. I could fucking outrun she this could, guy. Yeah, she could. Ha- she had an opportunity to push him down the stairs. Never or, even tried. Never even tried to pull away. Yeah. You know? but I don't know. They also, I don't think she has a single line in. The- I remember when I was when I was first um first way back when I was watching this movie, I was like. I was thinking the daughter was going to be older, and then Shaft was eventually going to, you know. I was thinking younger. Oh, no, 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 because she's going to college. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I figured, yeah, I, thought, I was like, oh, maybe Shaft is going to, like, fall in love finally. Uh, but no, that's not. It's Shaft. He's, oh, yeah. He, he don't he's love not nobody. Happen. Yeah, he doesn't need that. Nah, he got he got girls everywhere, dude. And, but he's got his main, his main kind of. His main bitch. And that's where he takes. <laughs> that's where he the guys, Buford, takes him. And then this guy, Sam, who kind of just looks like a boxing coach, basically goes, what was that? You heard that? Yeah, what was that? I don't know. Is anybody here? No. <laughs> what the fuck? Where'd you hear it from? Uh, I don't know. This is your half, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear it from back there? Probably. I think so, yeah. Hold on. Let me go check really quick. Oh, okay. Oh. the ghost, bro. That was creepy, dude. The podcast ghost. Uh, the podcast ghost. <clears throat> yeah, this house is old, bro. There's definitely some some ghosts and shit in here. Yeah. It's all good. They're friendly ghosts. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so, okay, where we were. Sorry, we we uh we had a ghost move uh, uh my suitcase and hit it, it hit the floor, so yeah. it scared us because we're pussies. Some haunted activity. Yeah, I was about to like, I'll fuck this come out. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Go 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 ghost. <laughs> So, this guy, Sam, does a good job. He wraps him up. He gets him all ready to go. Shaft is not 100%, but... Yeah, and Sam doesn't even look like a doctor. He looks like a boxing coach or something. Yeah, he does, dude. But he took the bullet out, and he wrapped him up. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Pretty awesome that he's he's got his back. And before all that, before Shaft knocks out and they help him, he does tell Buford... We're going to need even more men this time. Mm-hmm. This is, then with guns, this is going to be a mission, and we got to get this last thing done. Because now they know we know, and they, they know that we're getting close. So yes. they're fucking step it up. We need to step it up as well. So luckily they already know where where the daughter's at, what hotel they're staying at. They just don't know what room they're in. So part of the operation is they go <laughs> – it's so weird. They break into the, the, the hotel, and – a bunch of Buford's guys just start putting on other people's uniforms. It's like oh, Hitman, yeah, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. everyone is just putting on cook uniforms and uh, 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 bellhop stuff. It was always a wild mood to me because they still have their face. Yeah. And so, like, oh, no, we're bellhops now. Like, they don't have to think that this is a uh, uniform or a costume. Yeah. Like, they're still wearing their face. It's like, <laughs> come on, bro. I, I know who you are, you know? I don't know. It's also always it's always convenient that they – you know, in San Antonio, you never know what size you're going to get. In, in yes, that's <laughs> true, dude. I'll be the worst. Like, I give up. Nobody has a 2X around here? What the <laughs> fuck, dude? I can't breathe in this This thing. is why I don't ride with y'all, dude. Nobody ever has my size. I'm going home. <laughs> but in the 70s, everyone was kind of gangly, I guess. Like, everybody was pretty yeah, skinny. Yeah, one size fits all in the fucking 70s. Yeah, in one size. World, it was uh, cigarettes, bro. <laughs> Kept yeah, everybody dude. skinny, I guess. Yeah, and um, and so yeah, so they all they all get undercover basically, and they infiltrate the hotel. They eventually find out where where the what hotel they're staying, what hotel room, because Buford follows a night custodian that's kind of doing his beat, and the night custodian Wait, we, gives do, him a heads up. Do we skip Vic 
go into the the room that the guys were shot in. Oh, there is a quick cut. Yeah, we're fixing the room. What what does he say though? I don't remember what he says, but one of the guys has to like he must have made a lot of money for this. He, the guy that got shot is half on the coffee table and half laid out on the floor and shit. <laughs> yeah, like just so like comical, and they had to like leave him there. One guy's like doing the check the the chalk mark on the fucking. Rug. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> and then Vic does this Captain Morgan thing. He puts his foot on the ottoman. And he's like, and he says something. I forget what he says. Yeah, I forget what he like, says. But yeah, it's a quick little shot where they. Vic is like, this is exactly what we're worried about. You yeah, know, yeah, more yeah. people are going to be dying. Pretty much as it goes, I'm getting too old for this shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the line hadn't been invented yet, but that that's the energy Vic gives yeah, off. That's the vibe. That's the vibe. So then from there, they find they find the room. Uh, Buford finds the room, and he goes up to one of the mafia guys, and he just t- – I think the mafia guy says, hey, I think it's so – it's really shitty. He's like, hey, boy. Mm-hmm. It's like Buford's obviously a grown man. Yeah. <laughs> There's no need for that. Yeah. And um, – No, that's like that, – that's derogatory when they call him boy. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. It's really disrespectful. And he orders a Coke and two coffees. Well, what's funny though, this, I'm, I'm uh, derailing. I hate when people call me sir. I hate when older people – Older than me, call me sir. You don't like it when older people call you sir? Yeah, dude. I'm like, I'm a boy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a boy. (laughs) I'm a boy. (laughs) I don't like it when someone says, like, buddy or uh, guy. Nah, fuck that, dude. Kind of rubs me the wrong way a little Uh, bit. uh, Nah, I I call people bro. I've had one dude. I'm cool with that. Man, I'm taking this thing off the rails. I remember this, and it fucking fucks with me still today. I was at a party. Uh, I just moved to Seattle and was at a party with all these new people. And I was talking to this guy, and I kept calling him bro. And he's like, dude, I'm not your bro. And I was like, oh, fuck, you're right. What? Yeah, it, Damn. Hurt, it really hurt my feelings, dude. It really hurt my feelings. So, like, I'm just That's like, cold-blooded, yeah, though. Yeah, I would kind of want to punch him in the neck. And he's like, well, I call you bro because I don't know your fucking name, bitch. Yeah, dude, <laughs> and I don't care to know your fucking yeah. name. No, but I didn't even continue. Uh, I would have been like, all right, well, I'll call you bitch for the rest of the night. Is that yeah. cool? Don't be a cunt. <laughs> Sorry. Gotta... I'm surprised you didn't get in a fight with that one. Damn. No, nah, I was outnumbered. Uh, ah, one of those situations. Yeah, I feel you. Those situations. Yeah. So they, they go through. He orders a Coke and two coffees. Um, by the way, this whole scene has like the best like kind of suspenseful music. And like, you know, some big shit's about to happen. Yeah, it's it's the down. anticipation. Yeah. Because it takes a time for them to like fucking unwind yeah. this whole plan in front of our eyes. Like, yeah, we're, we're about to climax, dude. Like, it's, it's... It's so close. Yeah, we're so close. Ah, things are getting hot. Still, like, what's weird is, like, they still throw in bullshit stuff. Like, he's like, you need a glass or a straw? Yeah. Like, why, dude? I don't know. Wrap this up, bro. Yeah. <laughs> fucking wrap it up, dude. The movie Let's really go. does kind of take its time. They probably could have shaved off ten minutes of this movie, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And um, just like this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll probably shave, shave a little bit. Yeah, and, uh, and so then eventually, there we see Shaft with one of the other cats, and he's like kind of putting together this little. I thought it was a bomb, but it doesn't seem like a bomb when yeah. we see it. But it's like this thing covered in newspaper, and he's like, "I need something that's gonna really make this hot." Yes, dude. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, so they have two unmarked clear bottles. Yeah. Right. And so he hands him one to be the igniter or something, something like this, this newspaper thing or whatever. They wrapped it up to light it up. And he's like, he smells it. And then he takes a swig of it. And he's like, this is gin. Who fucking takes swigs (laughs) of unmarked shit? 
It is like the most unmarked bottle you it's can so see. Unmarked. That looks like um like varnishing or like some kind of it like could, it looked dangerous. Yeah, it could have been a cleaner. Yeah. It could have been anything, but he he just smells it and then he takes his drink of it. He's like, "This is gin. This isn't gonna work." Yeah. And why wouldn't gin work? But anyway, maybe it's not as flammable, or if it's too wet, it just doesn't light well enough i don't know but yeah. you're right yeah it is kind of weird and then the other guy does take a sip of the jet and he keeps he sipping keeps it he's like hits the shit out of it knock it off dude we're on a job anyway. <laughs> and then the, the, the other container which is a clear white container but it looks like a dishwashing uh liquid like a palm olive old school bottle yeah. and they're like oh try this this is gasoline why did you start with the gasoline <laughs> he doesn't know everything's unmarked so like he has to smell it Oh, that's right. He's so when he yeah. smells it, he goes, oh, fuck, this is yeah. gasoline. Drink this. Drink this. <laughs> yeah, why don't you try that one? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And, and, uh, and the whole thing just seems so extra, by the way. You know, that, that they light up the newspaper. Do they too. really need it? Did they need it? No. I don't think so. The element of surprise of him, because basically, for the, all the y'all that have, if you haven't seen this movie, Shaft, like, goes on the outside of the of the apartment from the from a higher floor and then Buford and his guys are in the hallway, armed with Tommy guns and a water hose. Yeah, dude. It's so fucking funny. I was like, are they going to do some Home Alone shit? Like, what the fuck? You think that water hose had, like, uh, like uh, significant meaning? You know? Cause how I think the, I think it was like, we're going like... to we're gonna hose down some, some, some white guys. Yeah, we're going to turn it on on them. We're yeah, turn we're, turn, we're going to turn the tables. Yeah. Is that, a, is that a saying? I turn the tables? I was going to say turn it on, on their ear, but I don't know if that works either. We both don't know most of these cliches. Yeah. Whiskey. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, Whiskey. I, I was like, okay, they got guns and they got water hose. Oh, they're going to water hose some white dudes. They're going to turn it on them. You know, dude, um, for a lot of the commentary de- did translate to me. I didn't catch that one, man, but yeah. you're right. I yeah. think that was that totally was uh, symbolic of that. Yeah, because they hosed out some white dudes and they went flying. They man. fucking yeah, that pose has some fucking power to it. Yeah, dude. Um, because basically what sets it off is Shaft throws this fire thing. <laughs> it's not even a bomb; it just lights on fire. But it is kind of like whoa, there's a like a fire in here. No, but he's like, what is that move called? Like he he roped, he tied a rope around himself, and then he swung through the window. Swings through the window with the fire thing is like, yeah. that's so extra. Like that it, swinging through the yeah. window, breaking through that window would have been like, what the fuck? But now it's what the fuck and fire. Yeah, you know, right. it's kind of a it's his this is Sparta moment for sure. Uh, it's pretty epic. Uh, but you're right, it's a little extra. It's a little theatrical, mm-hmm. but it is a movie. Oh, yeah. So he comes through with the fire. Everyone, you know, the guy's freaking the fuck out. <clears throat> he shoots that dude dead. So he grabs the daughter. While this is all happening in the hallway, a bunch of other mafiosos that are staying in rooms along the area come out, and they're ready to shoot them with water. Shoot I didn't them. even think about that. I just thought they were like, like other. You think they were just killing innocent white dudes? Yeah. Dude. <laughs> well, no, I thought like these other people that were staying at the hotel just so happened to have guns, and they came out. That's like, a dope ass hotel. What's going on here? And then like I was like, oh man, like. Everybody's just come out to fight you, but now it makes now sense. it makes sense. They were all in on it, okay? Yeah, because there was what fifteen altogether. Yeah, but there were, yeah, and, and, but there were some dudes like just like in their in their wife beaters and boxers and stuff. Yeah, like, so what's going on? Like, could you would think ma- the mafia guys would be ready all the time, like never catching you slipping? Like, we're, yeah, we're at work. Maybe they go by shifts. Uh, so yeah. like that's why that guy was waiting outside. That was his shift, so he needed to stay uh, on. Okay, yeah. man, it could be something like that. But they really should have had more guys alert. 
because they really had two guys. Yeah. One guy on the outside of the door, one guy on the inside. Yeah. And then everyone else is what jerking off in their hotel. Yeah, dude. Like, dude, you should have at least had two more cats like uh, patrolling the the facility. Yeah, you know? run deep. Yeah, yeah. Shit, you, shit's hot right now. Yeah, dude. shit's <laughs> hot right now. You got you have an ace right now in the daughter, Bumpy's daughter. Like, yeah, yeah they they kind of fucked up. Yeah. They 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 got they got a little, you know, short sighted with it. Maybe they felt like there's not. I think maybe they felt like, ah, they're not going to fucking, we don't know these cats. They're not going to be able to do shit. They're not going to be able to get at us like that. Yeah. Maybe it was something like that. But anyway, they fucking do it. They kill a bunch of people. I think maybe one of Buford's guys gets shot, but they throw him on his, sh- they, someone throws him on his shoulder. They take off in some cabbies that were waiting outside that, that Bumpy provided. Mm-hmm. They head out. Shaft doesn't get in one of the taxis, though. He just walks just cool as fuck across the street to a payphone. Pay yeah. And he calls Vic and he tells Vic, well, your case has just been blown wide open. Yeah. Well, then close it. <laughs> yeah. And then and then Chef says, well, you're going to have to close it, shitty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the worst laugh, dude. Like, for being such a cool guy, looks good. You know, dresses oh, good. God. Is like fucking a good uh, private dick. Worst laugh ever, dude. Oh my god! Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. It, you don't expect it to come out of that. Like you kind yeah, of expect a slightly cooler, cooler laugh. It, it's, it, the ending is not cool, bro. Yeah, the ending is not not is as not cool. cool bro. But I'm sure they make up for it in uh, the following. Uh, but you know, I feel like this movie was trying to have. Well, before we even get to that, let's well, do. Uh, you know. Yeah. What's funny is like like this is all serious business. Yeah. This is all people died. <laughs> yes. And, and and they're just like talking like bros like well you close it no you close it shitty like hey chef can we be serious dude <laughs> like we lost a lot of men I think what helps Shaft and maybe why he's always in on it is being involved in this kind of thing really no one genuinely good dies in this situation everybody kind of has some dirt on their hands a little bit oh, yeah I guess yeah. you know he's not. Not a whole bunch of like straight up, straight up innocent people die in this movie. A lot of them are somehow they, they, involved they in some sort it, of yeah. no, criminal no innocent, activity. No innocent taken, I don't think. Not really. Yeah, I don't think so. And the daughter does live. Yeah, you know, so it's just really a bunch of shitty people um, that are kind of shady. Not really shitty people. They seem like there's some good cats in there, but just people that are kind of living that life, you know, in the streets doing their thing. And uh, sometimes there's going to be some casualties when it yeah. comes down to that shit. It has to be. That's that's what the movie's all about. Yeah, dude. and it kind of rem- I think I think it kind of reminds me of like in the Warriors, um, which you know, as I get older, the movie's not as good to me. But I really liked it when I was like in high school. It's very good. The Warriors is one of those, also a '70s movie. Yeah. But there's a part where um, the the bad guy in that movie, he's kind of laughing and shit, you know, like, and they're in the middle of like some serious shit, heavy shit. Yeah. And one of his henchmen dudes or one of his fellow gangster dudes tells him, dude, why are you laughing? He's like, I'm having a good time. I'm like fucking nuts. Bro. And I think shaft is having a good time. Oh, cause okay, I think yeah. he's kind of nuts. Yeah. Like I, not nuts, but he's definitely like not normal. Yeah. Like he's a little bit on a different, on a different mental spectrum. He doesn't really need close relationships. He does need some loving, but yeah. doesn't really need love. You know, he's a badass dude. He's in on it for himself. He's just a lone wolf. Yeah. Getting his. We missed this part uh, in the middle of it he, that where he shows his vulnerability. Uh, one of his girlfriends is like, you know, like, 
what's what's wrong what's wrong with you and he's like i was born black and i was born poor and we're just like oh, oh yeah damn, dude that's right he does say that dude um so as you do know pat may or may not know but the listeners as well i do have a segment in my show where I do a little bit of an impression of of part that I just kind of liked or stuck out to me in this movie. And there are a lot of lines in this movie, but I'm going to do one that we actually haven't done yet or even mentioned yet. And this is a segment I like to call Quick Impressions. <clears throat> Quick Impressions. You're a shrewd cat, Shaft. You and your boys blow it and I'll be one dead cat. Thank you very much. That's a quick impression. <laughs> Shit. I wanted to do the mafia scene with the mafia guy in the cafe. Can you do that one for me? I'm good. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> <clears throat> well, you know, like like I, I actually did tell. All right, I'll do it. I actually, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I actually did tell Pat this, that uh, whenever I'm singing lyrics to a rap song and the N-word comes up, I say migas. <laughs> migas, please. <laughs> That's the most fucking Mexican shit. Dude, that is so funny. <laughs> you can use it if you want. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna. <laughs> Feel free, dude. I, I don't. <clears throat> I'm too afraid to do a fucking open mic, dude. I don't have the balls. God damn, you should do it, dude. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, one of these days, you're going to get me to actually fucking do it. So um, I do rate these movies by my favorite mustaches. There's the uh, full Fu Manchu recommendation. There's the walrus mustache recommendation for pretty damn good, the horseshoe mustache for not bad, and the Hitler mustache for burn this movie in hell. Uh, Patrick, uh, is there a mustache you would like to give this movie as a rating? Uh, I say I say horseshoe. Um, I've wow. Watched, okay. I, I watched it four times, but I th- and I think I'm done. You know, I'm glad that I saw it. Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, I appreciate you saw it that many times. By the way, that's yeah, some dedication. Well, I wanted to come re- uh, ready, dude. Yeah, dude. Uh, I there's there's a shaft in China, and there's a shaft. Uh, there's two other shafts. There are that that's I a that I am interested in checking out. Would not mind continuing this. Uh, you know, based on this movie. Yeah, and, and my expect my expectations for the next two movies are very low. <laughs> But it's kind of like you kind of have to. Yeah. You kind of have to. Well, I got to tell you, Pat, uh, this is my shit. I love these kind of movies. Yeah. It's right up my alley. I love New York, and especially this time. I know it's not perfect. I know it's kind of cheesy. Some of the dialogue, well, a lot of the dialogue doesn't quite hold up now, but you know some of it does. Some of those one-liners are still—they still pack a punch. Yeah, dude. He's still fucking cool as shit. The mustaches are glorious. I give this the full fucking full Manchu recommendation. Really? I can't wait to see it again, and I definitely want to see the sequels. Yeah, dude. I think I want them to get crazier. I want them to get che- cheesier and more wild. Like I love it. Did you see the Samuel L. Jackson one? I have not seen the Samuel L. Jackson one. No, it, I, I wonder if it's a, like scene, scene, scene by scene type of. I movie. highly doubt it. You think so? I think it's its own thing. But I mean, I, I could be wrong. I would not mind checking it out. I'm I sure it has watch, its own vibe. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that one, dude. I mean, like I was just listening to a podcast talking about the Total Recall from the '80s and then Total Recall from like 2012, I think. What they did a Total Recall in 2012? They did, and it's fucking horrible. Who was apparently? It? Um, that. Ah, oh, Colin Farrell 
plays the Schwarzenegger's character. Oh, you know what? Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I right. That was on my radar. But it I looked really boring. I think I Brian Cranston plays the bad guy in that one, and he, he does an okay job. He kind of cheeses it up, but the whole movie takes itself way too serious. Then the Total Recall from the the original one is kind of it's having a good time. Like, yeah. it kind of knows what it is. Yeah, dude. And, um, and that's what I'm trying to say. I think that's kind of what I feel about with Chef. Like, it knows what it is. It's having a good time. Um Chef's character is having a good time throughout the entire movie. I I had I loved it, man. I don't know what it is. I I saw it this morning, dude, and like I wanted to drink so bad. Like there's something about this movie that just makes me want to have a hard whiskey, so but I waited until we started. <laughs> I, I appreciate that, yeah. <laughs> or else it wouldn't have been any for us. Yeah. Uh so yeah, dude. This was awesome. I Love this movie. I highly recommend y'all check it out. Maybe you'll be more of a horseshoe recommendation. Maybe you'll give it the full full menchu. Maybe it's something else. You Just let watch us know. at least once to say that you did it for sure. Oh yeah, you have to watch. I mean, the music alone. Like if you freaking like dope ass seventies. Yeah. Oh, you have to listen to this music. It's so freaking good. But yeah, man. Thank you so much for jumping on the podcast today. Nah, man, dude. this is fun. Thanks for having me again. Do you have any plugs for the show? I know you like to. I like you like to do things. With yeah, your voice. I, I like to do things with the voice. <laughs> uh, am I a klutz here? Uh, <laughs> no, nah, man. Uh, Twitter and Instagram, at your homie Pat. Uh, uh for all my com- – oh, yeah, I do comedy. I don't know. If, did we say that? Already? I did say that in the beginning. Okay, yeah. I'm a, a local San Antonio open mic comic. I'm out there, baby. And uh, <laughs> I'm doing the Blind Tiger most Fridays. Uh, I'm producing a show – uh, that's going to kick off in March. It's called X Lives. It's a storytelling show uh, that I'm pretty stoked to put together and put out there. Um, I got my, my podcast, Pat Out of Hell, which is just a solo podcast of me talking shit, uh, trying to come up with bits on the fly. And then um, I'm doing a, another podcast with a, a, one, of my, one of my best friends in comedy, uh, Brendan Potter. It's called uh, Sit Down, Dude. And uh, so that's a new thing. Uh, but, yeah, you can find everything at com and Twitter and Instagram at your homie Pat. Damn. Get yourself some Pat. Get get yourself a little Pat in you. Yeah, dude. A little Pat Pat. That's all I got for you. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all know where you can find the podcast, yo. And if y'all have any movie suggestions, feel free to DM me or jump on the Discord where we have a bunch of fun people that talk about all kinds of different things. Um, that are just super, super dope humans. But, yeah, thank you so much, Pat. Love you a long time. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, Laters, everybody. Till next time. Bye.